Episode 20. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. Did you did you get that correlation there? We're talking about Halloween 20 years later. Yeah. It's our 20th episode. Oh, I didn't realize that. I was really hoping today would be the 20th, but it was the 19th. Ooh, off by a day. Off by a day. And you owe me 20 bucks. No, I do not owe you $20 <laughs> for that. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. So yeah, H2O. We're going to talk all about it today. This movie is 21 years old now. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> This was my first Halloween theater experience. This is my first Halloween experience. Oh, that's yeah. right. I rented it from Greenwood Video. Shout out to, and rest in peace to and Greenwood peace. Video. Yes. Lots of memories made there. Oh, yeah. But before we dive into H2O. It's, let me tell you something off the bat. This movie told not age me. well, but we'll get to that a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's safe to say. But <laughs> yes, we will get to all of that and more. But before we do... You know what? I just want to take a minute okay. to give a shout out to our listeners. Thank oh. you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for all the downloads. And if you enjoy the podcast, if you have some time, drop us a five-star rating. We um, really appreciate and it. And whatever you listen to, Spotify, That's Apple, right. iTunes. Is that still, they still use that? Is it just Apple Music or Apple Podcasts I'm not now? sure about that. Can't confirm nor deny. I neither don't know. neither of us have iPhones, so we can't really. <laughs> yeah, whatever you listen to us Cast on, box. drop us a review because yeah. we appreciate you listening. Absolutely, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but you chose us, and we love you for it. <laughs> so, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, you would would have already seen our sweet ass new logo. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet logo. I really like it. Yeah, our buddy Jake. From Slasher's podcast made it for us. Oh, yeah. If you're not listening to them, you should definitely be listening. They're a really good horror movie podcast also. Yes. And we're not just saying that. I legit like listening to Slasher's. Yeah. There's a ton of horror podcasts out there. Some are really good. Some are not so great. Yeah. <laughs> but Slasher's is really fucking good. Yeah. And there's a lot of, lot of really good horror podcasts out yeah. there. But yeah, give them a listen, and thank you, Jake, for the sweet-ass logo. You didn't have to do it, but you did. But he did. So, Jason, how's your week been, bud? Are you getting in the Halloween spirit? So yeah, I got Columbus Day off this week, mm-hmm. which was pretty sweet. I was surprised, because it's not everybody's favorite holiday, but yeah. Yeah, so what'd you do with your free day? Watch some horror movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's October. What else am I going to do? I need to catch up, because I've been sports has really been taking over here recently. Oh, yeah? Because, uh, you know, it's in a fever pitch. Baseball playoffs are going on. Nope. NFL. <laughs> Fever pitch, you say? Exactly. Tell me more. Oh, yeah. Well, I was pretty sad because the Dodgers lost out in the first round of the playoffs. Welcome back to fastball with <laughs> Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, hockey's coming back. 
Hey, man, I love hockey. Hurricanes are doing well. Go Canes. Yeah, man. Hurricanes are doing really well right now, which is awesome. I want to go to another game soon. Yeah. If you've never seen hockey live, do it. It's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Panthers are coming on strong right now. Okay. I mean, it's been... So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch any sports stuff related. It's time to catch up on my, my October That's right. movie watching. This is a horror podcast. This is a horror podcast. <laughs> I mean, hey, I would love to talk MMA and horror movies. Can we just mix the two? You would talk horror in between rounds. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. Like, Whoa, that was definitely a teen eight round. So, anyways, what's your favorite eighty slasher movie? <laughs> I really love Night of the Dribbler. It's great. <laughs> All right, so what did you watch, Jason? Well, we actually watched uh, two of the same movies. Didn't even realize it. That's right. We both watched Pumpkinhead one and two this week. One and two. Like I got here, was like, "What did you watch this week?" And I was like, "Oh, Pumpkinhead one and two. I was like, "I watched both of those." Yeah. What are the odds? Well, I guess they're on the Hulu, Hulu wing thing. It's because we're on the same level, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now, <laughs> I enjoyed both of these movies. I don't think you really did that much. Um, I didn't hate them. I didn't enjoy them. They're not great movies. I can see why they have a cult following. Yeah. They're kind of fun and silly. Yeah. But don't come at me now, saying it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time. I don't think anybody's shit. accusing it of that. Okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody's <laughs> okay. like, dude, Pumpkinhead's up there with fucking Psycho. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody knows where Pumpkinhead sits. Yeah, it's just one of those movies everybody kind of remembers from the 80s. And it's also the only movie that Stan Winston directed. That's right. He did yeah. direct that. So it's He nice. also made a mask we'll get to the, H2O. We'll get to those Boy, masks. did he ever. Gosh. But yeah, so I mean, he's you know big. Ma- he's got an Academy Award for makeup effects. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Like he's big shit, and this yep. is the only one he ever directed. Now, Pumpkinhead Two, on the other hand, yes. <laughs> now, I really enjoyed this movie, but again, I really enjoy Tick, so I'm not the best person with taste. I was gonna say for some reason the second one reminded me of Ticks. Well, it just the, looked like it. One of the girl. Well, it's a direct video '90s horror movie. They all kind of yeah, exactly that same. Like you know, like or Night of the Scarecrow. It kind of feels the same way too. Yeah, they you know that. And the one girl, the main girl, she's uh, also in Ticks. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. And I was like, I, I got through this movie. I was like, I really enjoyed this dumb fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. The second one, I'm not going to lie. It was purely on in the background. I was like doing something on my computer and I was like, just kind of half-assed watching it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is pretty bad. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's, but it was, I enjoy bad movies because there's kind of fun. Well, hey, speaking of Pumpkinhead, the Myers house is showing Pumpkinhead tonight and they have whatever the lead actress name is in Pumpkinhead. Which She's, one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Maybe the, the good one, maybe? Was that who it is? I have no idea. Okay. But she's going to be there. Hey. Well, it well, takes place in North Carolina, but it wasn't filmed in North Carolina. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're not going to make it to the Myers house this year. We're going to go to the Alamo after we record this. They're Supposed having be- some sort of VHS festival thing yeah. going on. <laughs> so I we're going to go check that out, hopefully. Yes. Going to go... Smoke some beers and... Smoke some beers. Yeah, and look at sweet VHS tapes. Sweet VHS. I'm I excited. really do miss VHS covers. You know, well, you don't have to miss them. I do. No, I mean, that's why I've yeah. got... I got. A, I mean, I have a, a small... Yeah, they are still around. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but as you know, you go to the VHS uh, rental store and you always see the big posters everywhere. Oh, or yeah. like a, I hear you. Some shitty B-movie that Full Moon made, but the poster looks really cool, but mm-hmm. you take it home and it's like, huh, this isn't bad. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Pumpkinhead 1 and 2, did you watch anything else, Jason? I watched a movie called Jacko. Oh, God. Isn't that from the 90s? Oh, yeah. I used to always see it in the video store. And yeah. even as a kid, I was like, wow, I bet this is a pile of shit. Well, guess so what? It, it is. It is. <laughs> Get out. 
it what is Jacko? Yes, it is a Now is this um what era of Michael Jackson is this about? Oh, okay. It's about uh like the mid nineties. Now he was doing the pedophile before stuff, his nose but fell it was off. before it was capable of cast. <laughs> this is free wheelie era Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. What was that video with Eddie Murphy had? Remember that? No. It had like this it was like a, a movie before the video started. And like Eddie Murphy was like a prince, and this guy in a druid outfit, like oh, was that from the Golden Child? I don't know. I, I think so. The, okay, that would make sense. I haven't seen the movie. For it had like those Terminator Two effects, like the liquid. Gosh, I remember Golden Child was like always on Comedy Central when I was a kid. What is Golden Child? It's an Eddie Murphy comedy movie. Oh, okay. It's kind of like, hey, Eddie Murphy, you remember how much fun? I thought, I thought you said that, and it was a Michael Jackson album. Oh, no, 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 no. no it's an Eddie Murphy movie. It's kind of like, a, you remember how much fun Coming to America was? Let's take that and make it kind of a fantasy. I said that because I thought, like, Michael Jackson's like, oh, you're the child I pick. No, you're the golden, <laughs> you're child. The golden child. Oh, no. hot takes This over podcast here. got dark. Oh, so, yeah. Jacko. It's basically like, they were like, hey, let's make an, a shitty Are You Afraid of the Dark mo- uh, movie mm-hmm. and just add some blood randomly. And a uh, really gratuitous Linnea, Qu- Linnea Quigley nude scene. Oh, okay. And She's in it. Yeah. And that's basically what it is. It's a ho-hum. There's really no frills in it. Hmm. It's kind of like a shitty night of Scarecrow because there's a, a wizard that was buried. Uh-huh. And then they bring back this pumpkin head guy who's killing everybody in the neighborhood. Hmm. It's not a good movie. But Sounds I like shit. It, it is. Where'd you, did you rent it? Yeah, I rented it. I'm not paying money to see that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but yes, I rented it. Cool. Uh, I recommend it if you're into bad horror okay. movies. It's, I mean, it's a Halloween movie. That's why I was like, yeah, it seems like a good time It'd be to a watch good this. background watch. I'm yeah. guessing. It's not even streaming on Tubi. I'm not going to devote my full concentration for something like that. I'm sorry. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I well, enjoy shittier movies more than most. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, the older I'm, the older I'm getting, I'm kind of like, all right, you know, I got to gotta like ration out my time to things that yeah you know yeah i don't go out of my way now <laughs> to watch these but if i'm like okay i've got like two hours to kill and i can't i'm not going out anywhere i'm like let's watch a shitty horror movie. yeah if i have a free day and i s- just sit down and watch a sharknado marathon i'm yeah. not gonna feel too good about yeah, myself like, yeah if it's like if it's like sunday and like the panthers aren't playing there i have the week, flu <laughs> Dude, being sick and watching shitty horror movies is great. Like the being sick part, no. But yeah. yeah, I think I was gonna watch the stand for the rest of the day and just like throw up into a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a blast, Jason. <laughs> All right, did you watch anything? Oh well, other than Pumpkinhead one and two, Classic. I started Marianne. Oh, on so Netflix. what did you think? What did you think? I really like it so far. Oh yeah, it's really good. We're on. Let's see. Episode three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we just finished the third episode. I don't know. But about halfway through. It's really good so far. It's it really is. Very original. Um shot very well. Yeah. Some creepy little Wait, moments some in really it. Really fucking creepy stuff. Yeah. Some clever camera work as well. Yeah, it's it's a I mean, I know a lot of people are saying it's the scariest Netflix original TV show they've got, and it's it's really, really creepy for I'm sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure what's going on. You know, like are you, you are watching the subtitle, not the dubbed version, right? Yes, okay. I'm watching the subtitle. Well, speaking of, okay, you want to hear how dumb I am? Yeah. So always. Yes. So <laughs> I made it 50 minutes into the first episode, and we had the subtitles on, but I was like, "Well, I just want to hear them talking French." Uh, oh, you want to? Yeah, them talking? yeah. I don't want to hear the dubbed version. Okay. Yeah, like speaking 
the language you're speaking in, but just let me read it. Yeah. Subtitles. Mm-hmm. So I accidentally selected French audio with like scene description. So there's like a narrator like oh. telling you what's going on. Oh gosh. So for 45 minutes, I watched the movie like this with a French narration. And you didn't realize what you had done? No. <laughs> so much so. I even Googled like, what's up with the, <laughs> the subtitle the, the French narrator on, <laughs> on Marianne? Why is it not s- subtitled? <laughs> And I watched almost an entire episode, like, not realizing, oh, I'm a dumb fucking idiot. Let me put it on regular. I wish you'd go the entire series and didn't even realize it. That's how I came close. I was like, why is this guy talking so much? So you're watching it for the French hard of hearing, essentially. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I thought it was just a narrator. I was like, wow, he is very descriptive. He is narrating the fuck out of Why are there no subtitles for his narration? I don't get it. <laughs> Anyways, so I watched it, and while well, I'm watching it, it was really good. Yeah, I mean, we really we haven't finished it yet either, but it's really, really good. All right, maybe we'll do a little recap once we do finish it. Yeah. For our resurrection episode. You know, that's going to be the episode we release Halloween week, right? Can't wait. <sighs> hey, it's, just, it's just how the schedule fell. It's how the schedule fell. Jesus fail. Christ. We Couldn't can't... it have just been a good Halloween Man. Well, it's not like after this one, there's actually a washable one. The next three are all kind of shit. Yeah. You know, even if we'd go on the, like, if we'd stayed on schedule, we still would have done Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's, it is what it is. It is what it is. I think our listeners will for, will forgive us for the scheduling. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Don't take a star away from our rating, please. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Other than those, that's all I really watched. All right. Yeah. All right, Jason. Well,. How about we get into a little bit of horror movie news? All right, so Sam Raimi is directing an untitled horror film from The Rise of Freddy vs. Jason. All right. Uh, it's the first horror movie he's directed since 2009, which Drag Me to Hell, which I think is a pretty good movie. Have you seen that one? Drag Me to Hell? Yeah. You know, I I tried to rewatch it about a year ago, and uh-huh. I, I found it kind of grating. Kind of grating? Just the main character? On my nerves. Kind of like, it just... I don't. Halfway through, I was like, ah, "You just kind of lost me." I, gotcha. I don't know. I wasn't crazy about it. Okay, yeah, no big deal. What's up with Justin Long these days? Though I haven't seen. I saw him recently in something like I really an older like thing. Him. I say I don't see him in hardly anything. I think these he days. has a podcast now. Probably. I think it's called like Life Is Short with Justin Long. Huh. Yeah. I think Joseph, you know, Joseph Gordon Levitt also has a podcast too, right? No. Is it <laughs> called Getting Crazy with the Stick? <laughs> <laughs> I've been suspended from five podcasts because. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Justin Long, yeah. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about Sam Raimi's oh, movie. Oh yeah, okay, okay, cool. So it's <laughs> it's being pitched. At, they don't know. I haven't said anything about it, but it's being pitched as Misery meets Castaway. Which I was kind of like, well, isn't Misery kind of like Castaway in a way because he's trapped in a house? Hmm. Maybe there's two people. I don't know. Well, Sam Raimi doing horror. I'm excited about it. It yes. could be bad though. Because he has certainly produced a lot of bad horror movies. Well, yeah. And also, the writers of Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, who you know, who are I they? Can't well, what have they written I, since exactly, Freddy vs. Jason? I don't Jason? know. I think they wrote the, they, they uh, also wrote the 2009 Friday the 13th movie. Uh, which which was whatever. But, it is what it is. You know, you know it's... It's basically did the like same thing that Part 4 did. Yeah. You know, they just kind of... We'll take all these... Movies and kind of mix them into this little pot. Well, I I hate that I'm suspicious here, but the guys that wrote the line 
Jason died by water, <laughs> Freddy by fire. How can we use that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're telling me to trust them that they're going to like make a, a killer script for this movie? Okay, maybe. Yeah. I got to rewatch the Friday the 13th remake. It's well, not it's, it's yeah, not, not bad. It doesn't get the shit that a lot of people gave it. Yeah. You know, it's still not a good movie, I wouldn't say, but it's not yeah. awful. Anyways. All right. So Looking yeah, Ford-ish to it. Also, okay. speaking of the Sam Raimi horror world, Bruce Campbell has confirmed that Sam Raimi has handpicked a director for the next Evil Dead movie. Nice. They did not say who it was. Spike Lee. Oh, you know Spike Lee. <laughs> He's coming off the Oscar. <laughs> Noah, Evil Dead 6. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, He says uh, there's... I don't know if they said much about the script yet. They don't know. Like I said, we talked about it in one of the previous episodes. They've mm-hmm. got a couple ideas of where the series can go. Yeah. Like if Bruce Campbell comes back, but he's pretty much said he's just dealing with it. You think it'll be like a reboot kind of thing? I'm not sure. Probably. Said one of the things was like it could be a sequel to the the remake, which I think is a really good remake. Yep. The remake. Yes. You know, so who who knows what will happen? Yeah. I'm hopeful because I like the Evil Dead movies. Didn't Bruce Campbell say that he's going to... Step, he's not coming back. Oh yeah, back. he said he's done. He's. I think there's a possibility for a video game that he. I'm sure he'd voice mm-hmm. the character, but as far as like going out and acting and those things, after the series was done, he was like, I, "That's I'm it. That's it, it for me, guys." Well, like fighters, I always appreciate when they know, like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. let's not overstay our welcome. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure he's, but I mean, he's going to be at every single horror movie convention until the end of time talking about Ash. I'm sure he gets, and he always seems very gracious at these things. He's always having like a good time, but I'm sure after a while he's kind of like, let me go there and talk about Ash Williams. And, yeah. You know, like bless him for doing it. He doesn't like, he doesn't seem like a curmudgeon like Harrison Ford does at Star Wars stuff. He seems like he just doesn't want to be there. Uh-huh. Like he always seems like present and having huh. a good time. But I'm sure in the back of mind, he's like, well, let me uh, just talk about yeah. some more Evil Dead stuff. All right, cool. So, handpicked director. Could be good. Well, what else, Jason? So, Danielle Harris mm. of Halloween fame. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that what she's in? Mm-hmm. Cool. She's <laughs> also... I'm wearing my Halloween 4 shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she is also in the, the Hatchet movies. Yes. And she has confirmed that they're supposed to be doing two more Victor Crowley movies. All right, why not? Yeah, well, they said they've got to deal with another trilogy. Like she said, Hatchet 1, 2, 3 was part of one trilogy, and now Victor Crowley came out last year, I think it was. I have not seen any any of the Hatchet movies other than the first one. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're fun for what they are. Yeah, I wouldn't mind binging through those. I really enjoyed the first one. There was one of them I really didn't like. I forget exactly which one it was, but there was one I didn't enjoy. But the last one, Victor Crowley, when it was fun. Do they all, like... Had that same sort of campy vibe to it. Yeah, like kind okay, of eighty good. slasher, kind of yeah. fun, silly. Good, that's what they practical did. effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he shot Victor Crowley, and I think eleven days. Oh wow! Yeah, wow, that's really <laughs> exactly. Short schedule. Yeah, is our boy Kane Hodder in all of those? I'm assuming. I know he's in the first one. Yeah, he's he's been Victor Crowley in every movie, and I'm sure mm-hmm. if they do these other two that she's saying that he will also sign on for those. Nice, my boy Kane, getting that work, getting work, he getting gets that work. work. What else, Jason? All right, and the last thing we've got is they have confirmed Dr. Sleep is longer than The Shining is. Oh, wow. The Shining is two hours and 26 minutes. Uh Uh-huh. Dr. Sleep is two hours and 36 minutes. That's a long movie. That is a long movie. How long was It Chapter 2? No clue. Both of them were like... How long is a piece of string? Too goddamn long. (laughs) (laughs) 
Rest in peace, Sid Haig. We'll, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see. You know, I I read Doctor Sleep when it came out, and I remember it being, I remember I think I finished, I was like, that's fine. It's fine. That uh-huh. was pretty much my entire review for it. I mean, it's fine. Well, I guess if you want a two and a half hour movie, you'd want this material. Yeah. To be two and a half hours. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. I've only I, seen the preview for it. Long movies don't bother me too much. Because, I mean, Hey, if they can make a two and a half hour scary clown movie, yeah. then. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, true. they can make room for this. Hey, sorry, it's two two and a half hour long scary clown movies. Oh, you're right. Now, I don't, yeah. I don't have too much of an issue with that. Because they are two different timelines. So it's not like mm-hmm. going crazy with the cheese wheels. Um, the cheese was. Is that a reference to Beck? That is a reference to Beck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kill the headlights and put it in neutral. Exactly. We're going crazy here at the Spook House. Imagine we're just termites choking our splinters over All here. All right. Also, back to the yes. Doctor Sleep. Okay. Their Fathom Events is doing a preview, early screening that you can watch. Now, it comes out November 8th. Mm-hmm. But if you're a Fathom VIP member, which I looked into, is free. Okay. You can watch it at select theaters on October 30th. All right. Well, I can wait. Yeah, I can wait, too. <laughs> oh, no. But, I mean, the Grand Fathom events are kind of expensive, too. I've been to a couple. You know, like, the yeah. Rift tracks are kind of fun, but I don't want to pay much more money. I got you. To go see Dr. Sleep when it comes out. I hear you. Yep. You know what I am excited to see? What's that? The Lighthouse comes out next week i'm pretty excited about I'm it too i'm fucking excited i really can't that's my most anticipated movie of the year you know it was shot in 4-3 yeah i read um they use like old ass um lenses and stuff yeah to... so it's not even gonna feel the entire screen this is it's gonna be kind of that's cool great. to watch yeah. yeah i'm really looking forward to that movie well anyways that was, uh, yeah. it for the news this week well there is one more thing oh what's that phil our girl jamie lee curtis yep she has wrapped up filming on Halloween Kills. She was only there for eight days. Hmm. I wonder what that could mean, Phil. I don't know, Jason. Do you think she gets killed off in this movie? Not a chance. Not a chance? I mean, this is no secret here at the Spook House, but I think we both kind of want that. It's just, you know, it's, it's been. I'm just tired of the Laurie Strode, Carrie Tate yes. storyline. Especially after researching this movie and... H2O and yeah 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 um she needs to pull a Bruce Campbell and be like all right guys I graciously graciously bow out I'm gonna pass the torch over to uh Judy Greer and her daughter yeah let's get some new storylines developed here exactly Michael versus Lori again coming back for the very seventh time so the very seventh time (laughs) Yeah, eight days. That's not a long shooting schedule. Maybe. Right. Now, how long are they? Now, well, here's an idea. Like, maybe they're not shooting the entire movie in Wilmington. They might be going back to L.A. and doing, like, some soundstage shit. Or... I mean, that's true. That is very possible. Yeah, so this could mean that she's barely in the movie, or maybe she's just done shooting in Wilmington. Yeah, maybe she's know. just done with her own, own location stuff. Yeah. Because I'm sure she'll be at the hospital. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with the hospital. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, you know what? It's the one year anniversary of Halloween 2018. Today? Yep. Oh. It came out on the 19th last year. Hmm. Interesting. This time last year, I was fucking stoked. <laughs> did you get it? Did they have a Thursday night screening? Or Yeah, I think I went to like a 
It's like a five o'clock showing or something. I don't know. I didn't want to go see it at like 10 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Anyways, Jamie Lee Curtis done filming. We'll see what comes of it. We will. Well, speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis and not stepping down and passing the torch, Halloween H2O. This is her stepping back up to collect that torch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Halloween H2O, it hasn't aged the best. No. It's very screamified. It is very screamified. Came out on August 5th, 1998. Which was a horrible choice by the Weinstein Company. Do you know the tagline for this movie? The original tagline? Are there two? Well, there was, depending on what, this, there's a there's also a tagline before. All right, well, let's hear it. It was uh, Halloween of Two Faces. What? That was back before she came on, like the, when they were doing the uh, direct-to-video approach. Okay. Which, and that's back when uh, they had a copycat Halloween killer. Oh, yeah. Was wasn't that Charlie thing? supposed to? Charlie wasn't going to be the killer Thank in this God one. they didn't do that idea. Yeah. The Jumanji kid. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. What was um, the other? Well, the this summer. Terror then, won't be taking a vacation. Exactly. When Jamie Lee Curtis did come on board for this movie, it was called Halloween 7, The Revenge of Laurie Strode. Strode. Hmm. And then they're like, you know what? Halloween, the molecular structure of water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and also, the water boy came out the same year. A lot of H2O talk in that. There's a little bit of water, a little, little, little bit. Yeah, 98 was a big year for water. It was, uh, <laughs> some would say the biggest year for water. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any other water-based movies that came out in 98? Water rack in my brain. Water world. Water world. Oh, God, please tell. Oh, I was, like, I was like, please. Yeah. <laughs> wait you know a second. We're on to something. I was like, wait. For the sake of this podcast, Water World came out in 1998. We're just going to say that. Yeah, we'll just say that. <laughs> We're going to live in that timeline. Kevin Costner is Michael Myers. That was the most expensive movie you ever know, he made. He could have done time. a better job than Chris Durand. <laughs> we'll get into him, but good Lord, he sucks in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Water World. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. No. Doesn't, so, doesn't hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Much like this movie. Yeah. Well, some stuff does. Yeah. We'll talk about it. So, this was my first Halloween in the theaters. Yeah. My mom took took me to see this. I must have been like 11 years old or something. Yeah. And I loved it at the time. Mm-hmm. I did too. As an 11-year-old kid in yeah. 1998. Yeah. That didn't quite understand what works and what doesn't. No, yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Like, no, this movie really did a hit when it came out in 98. Like, oh, it was yeah, a, this it was a, a big deal. Yeah, like, uh, now, adjusted for inflation or whatever, this movie made the most money. It didn't net the most money. Up until Rob Up Zombie's until, Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big success. Yes. Everybody was talking about this movie. I loved it. Yeah. Everybody fucking loved it. Everybody was talking about the ending, which, ending still holds up. We can, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. It's the ending is very it, yeah. It, Let's just assume nothing else happens after this ending, like resurrection never happened. It's so funny because I've never seen a movie that people just like want to forget as much as they want to forget resurrection. Like nobody talks about it, nobody says anything good about it. Like yeah. a lot of people don't like part six, which you're a big fan of. But at least there are people who really enjoy part six. Yes, nobody has anything nice to say about resurrection. Hey, here's a lukewarm take for you. Okay, Halloween six has aged. Way better than H2O. You know, it's very possible. Because they went from I'd, like the I'd most so. adult movie in the franchise mm-hmm. to the most teeny popper movie in the franchise. Yeah. Halloween 6 all day. <laughs> <laughs> a 
we yeah. just talk about Halloween Six again? No, we have a two-hour oh, podcast okay. already. On All Halloween right. Six. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so and then after. So they wanted to continue on the franchise, mm-hmm. and they all kind of was like, let's just kind of get rid of the Mark of Thorn stuff. Yeah. Let's move on and just kind of go do something different and fresh. Bring it back to Lori and Michael. Well, not even before that, because they were gonna. this is going to go direct to video. Like, this is going to go to the Hellraiser franchise, just straight to video movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so Robert Zappia, who's the credited writer for this one, too, had a idea to put him... Along with Matt Greenberg. Yeah. Had yeah. an idea for him to put Michael Myers in a boarding school, an all-girls boarding school. Oh. Yeah, and Josh Hartnett was going to- As a student? Yeah, as a student. <laughs> he was going to be the student here. <laughs> Cute little dress. Walking around with his knife. <laughs> Pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> that would probably improve these masks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, but they changed some things going around, and then Jamie Lee Curtis realized 20 years was coming up. Uh-huh. She wanted to do a reunion tour, essentially. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she hit up John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, and John was initially on board until talks with the Akkad started, and John was like, oh, you know all that money you fucked me over? Yeah. From the original Halloween? Uh-huh. Well, guess what? I want $10 million to wreck this. As the kids say now, John Carpenter clapped back. Oh, oh he... <laughs> Clap back. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I want ten million, motherfucker. This movie was only made for seventeen million dollars. <laughs> yeah. John's like, I want more than half of that. <laughs> you can make the checkout to this dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going. I could have seen the the Akaz and the Weinstein's faces when he was like, oh yeah, that'll be a ten million. Oh, he also wanted a, a three picture deal with the Weinstein company too. On top of it, damn. <laughs> well, to the Akaz's credit. Around this time, John wasn't really hitting on a whole lot. No, after In the Mouth of Madness. His next movie was Ghost Ghost of Mars. Mars. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he had a time, and the 80s was his time. Oh, I finally watched Body Bags, by the way. It is what it is. It's fun. It's fucking awful. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. It is what it is. It's, it's, it, what it is is Showtime trying to tell from the crib, because it's supposed to be a Showtime TV show. Yeah, it was pretty damn bad. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's essentially it's a pilot episode that didn't get picked up. That's exactly what it is. Oh, okay. Makes yeah. sense. <clears throat> and it was like, okay, well, we put money in this. Let's just kind of sandwich these things together and put it out so we can try to make some money back. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. So anyways, talks with the Akkads did not go right for John Carpenter. No. John Carpenter walked away. They still wanted to make the movie. So they brought on, well, Jamie Lee Curtis recommended Steve Miner. Yes. She had worked with Steve Miner. In the past before. Also, Steve Miner was directing Dawson's Creek. That's right. Yeah. They were like, hey. Kevin Williams and Dawson's yeah, Creek. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be. Yeah. He has experience. Well, he directed Friday the 13th 2 and 3? Yes. Okay. So he's familiar with the you know the genre. Yes, and he also directed House. Which was your Octubi pick for Slasher's podcast. That's right. It was. Kind of fun movie. Yeah. So yeah, they went with Steve Miner. Script went through a few changes. Apparently, Steve Miner was the one because when they got to the script, they were going to try to tie four, five, and six. They were going to mm-hmm. try to tie this movie to the whole franchise. Steve Miner was the one who was like, "No, nah, just get rid of all that shit." Which I I understand for this movie, it it's it's a better choice and kind of force that yeah. in the plot. Now it 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 convolutes the series. But to no extent, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But for this movie to work as best as it could have, it kind of needs to just not ignore the four, five, and six. As much as we like four, and as much as six is, I don't hate six. 
But as much okay. as you like six and then you know, some of the That's issues right. with it. Yeah. Now five is <laughs> no. we can all agree that five is trash. Yes. Um it's for this again, for this movie it makes more sense. But still, just... if I could if I could wave my magic wand uh-huh. in nineteen ninety eight, I would have loved to have had a continuation of Halloween six. Yeah. And then like in two thousand three, when it's like twenty five years later, you can bring Jamie back and then do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because the number is just irrelevant really. That's, that's but true. we got what we got. We did. Yes. We got this one. So yeah, the intro to this movie is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I think we can both agree to that. Yeah, it's the best part of the movie. Yeah, we get our little pumpkin at the intro. Mm-hmm. That lady, when she stabs that pumpkin, mm-hmm. she's kind of reckless with that large kitchen knife. Right? Oh, she's mad at this pumpkin. I don't know what it did to her family. There's like five little kids standing yeah. around. She's like... Kr-. And she's like sawing around as hard as she yeah. can. And, of course, we hear... Also, it's Halloween. You should already have that pumpkin carved. That's right, Jason. Oh, no, sorry. It's the 29th. Oh, that's right. Yeah, October 29th. In Langdon, Illinois. Yeah, and I like how they use the same font. Yeah, Good, good little do. touch. Yeah. And Enter Sandman is playing. Oh, yeah. Which, I do enjoy that. That's a nice <laughs> little touch, too. I like how you didn't notice I said Enter Sandman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I see the first thing I wrote, wrote down was Mr. Sandman, so I read that. And I heard you say what Sandman. If, what if Metallica was playing? <laughs> Langdon, Illinois. Dr. Say your prayers, little one. <laughs> so, it's like the intro music to a WWF thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once the distortion kicks in, like Michael kicks the door in. It's, oh my God, Barry and Chambers has got a family. <laughs> by God, Michael Myers is back. He's got a forward object. <laughs> Nurse Marion Chambers. Bringing her back. Bringing her back. We saw her, uh, let's see, for, we saw her for like two minutes in Halloween. She was riding with Dr. Loomis. Mm -hmm. And in Halloween 2, she was the one that informed Dr. Loomis that John Carpenter has shoehorned in a family connection between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. She was very much a plot device. (laughs) A shitty plot device. And it's good to see her back. I really like how they, they bring her back for this. Yes. So she goes home. Notice there's been a break-in. Uh-oh. I don't know why, of all the things that were broken, it was just a lamp. Did that piss Michael Myers off when he walked up? He was like, you know what, man? It doesn't yeah. match the layout, okay? <laughs> yeah, fuck this light. <laughs> He's like an interior designer. I was like, no, it just doesn't match the door anymore. Yeah. She runs next door, and she bumps into Joseph Gordon-Levitt wearing a hockey mask. Now, do you think this was Steve Miner? Little wink-wink. Probably it's gotta be. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it's not exactly, it's, it's more of a classic hockey mask and not the Freddy, I mean, I'm sorry, the Jason hockey mask. Yeah. But it's it's definitely got to be, a, you know, like, oh, look at it. It's kind of like how, you know, the dog in Night Run Elm Street 4 is named Jason. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched those movies. They're good. So she runs next door, bumps into Joseph Gordon-Levitt and his friend who was in Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> he played like one of the the wannabe gangster white guys, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing a hockey jersey, and the name on it is Allegra, like A-L-L-E-G-R-E. Like the, the medicine? Like yeah. The medicine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're sponsoring hockey? Yeah. I tried to look up the player. The Langdon, Illinois Allegras. Yes. Oh, talking about the, the, uh, the player, the, the back of his name was Allegra? Yeah. Oh. oh, I don't know much about hockey. To like, oh, maybe oh, maybe yeah. he's got like a Hall of Famer or something. I looked it up. There was like a hockey player in fucking switzerland or something i highly doubt that's why he was wearing that jersey anyways that's what he's wearing oh, okay so jimmy's like i'm gonna go investigate your house where's the fun in that well where's the fun in that exactly 
I better stay back here and protect her. <laughs> Gosh. So Jimmy goes into Miss Chambers' house, and he gives out a little warning. Oh, what to Michael? What kind Michael. of warning does he do? He's like, "All right, nobody want to mess with me here. Jimmy's been suspended nine times this year for getting a little crazy with the stick." And then he slams it down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh man, Joseph Gordon Levitt, you will be one of the greatest actors of our time, and we didn't even know it. <laughs> He doesn't do much these days. He's, he, he had a like really huge back in like 2010. Oh, so remember in like 2014 to 15 where he was in everything? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he probably just made a shit ton of money. He was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. I'm just going to chill for a bit. Exactly. Because before that, he did a shit ton of independent movies. Yeah. If he started a podcast, and he's definitely just on chill mode. I'm sure. I mean, he had a TV show, too, that he was doing. We're trying to eat. We're trying to get bread for <laughs> this podcast. And he's out there just being handsome as fuck and super talented. <laughs> Fucking Joseph Gordon Lewis. Yeah, fuck you, you handsome piece of shit. You and your hockey stick. <laughs> I look even crazier. <laughs> so, Joseph Gordon Lovett clears the house, but not before stealing a couple beers and. Such a teenager thing to do. Yeah. Well, goes outside, says nobody's in the house, and Nurse Marion goes in, and. Oh, you're missing out something. What? We get our very first fault scare. Oh, little uh, ironing board. The ironing board just falls out of nowhere. Yeah, and he turns around and hits a bunch of pots and pans and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they really did a number on your kitchen, too. Yeah. Nope, see you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie is full of those false scares and it kind of drives me crazy. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. So Nurse Marion goes in and she thinks that she, like, the back door's open and she thinks she hears somebody. Mm-hmm. So she runs back over. Wouldn't she also sees that the Lori Strode file has been. Oh, that's gone. right. Yeah. yeah. So she runs back over, and as Plan 9 from Outer Space is playing on the TV, she notices... Classic movie. Yeah. That our boy Jimmy has got a... Ice skate. I was about to call it a hockey shoe. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually better. Hockey shoe to the face. Hockey boot to the face. I like to imagine Michael was wearing it. Like wearing the hockey shoe. What if he was just like coming out with like, like both of his hands had like a hockey stick? He was just like running out like this, and that was the one that landed yeah, on his he face. Just gave, he just gave jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt the big boot, like Hulk Hogan, right to the <laughs> face. So <laughs> she finds your bodies. Well, finds his body. Mm-hmm. Well, she like, oh, she she r- tries to run out the back door, and, and uh, then the other one can't hardly wait. Kid is standing there dead. You realize all these kills in this entire movie take place like off screen. Off screen, yeah. That's another thing. Gosh. Like Charlie's death. Yeah. Anyways, kid from Sprite commercials falls onto Nurse Marion. <laughs> <laughs> and we get our first appearance of Michael wearing the Halloween 6 mask. Yeah. Doesn't it look great? Doesn't it look intimidating? I don't understand the thought process behind the mask issue. So I watched like, like a. Just stick with this mask. Like I watched Buchler and the editor go on and on about this. I was like, mm-hmm. why? Yeah. Why did this have to happen? Yeah. We'll save that for now. Yeah. But he's wearing the Halloween 6 mask, and it looks really good. Like, Michael looks pretty good here. This is the most intimidating he looks in the entire movie. Yes. And I think a, a decent portion of that is because he's wearing the Halloween 6 mask, and I can't see his eyes completely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, the cops finally show up next door while Nurse Marion is fighting with Michael. And did you catch this? The cops, when they walk up to the porch and they see all the broken glass and everything, one of them says, hey, it looks like a prank. 
really a prank <laughs> somebody called in a burglary there's broken glass they're like, and like eh, probably just those fucking kids <laughs> It's like, dude, what do you want to find a dead body on the porch? Did the fucking cops from Halloween 5 show up with this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cue the clown shoes. Michael and Nurse Mary, and they have the little she's, fight scene. She's giving a little bit of Guffer's money. She whacks him with a fire poker? Yeah, fire poker is what she's got. Bringing it back from H6, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mary and Hagen gave him a good whacking mm-hmm. with that fire poker. Yeah. Well, anyways, it doesn't work out too well. She tries to break the window and yell at, cop, yell at the cops. Yep. But before she can, Michael slashes her throat. And that's like the only on-screen kill for the entire movie. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. But. Yeah. So, kills Nurse Marion, hops in the car, drives on out of there, right past the cops. The yeah. cops weren't like, hey, who the fuck's that? Exactly. Drive them no headlights on. Anyways, good scene. It's 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 the best part of the entire movie. Yeah, if they had just kept the vibe of this scene, I think like even the the look of the movie kind of changes. Like, it, well, it's not as dark and it's much more out in the open than a lot of the other movies, kind of thing. What the rest of the movie? Yeah, I think that's okay. part of it. And even like when they're inside the school, that school is huge, or that that shooting location for that movie is like really huge and yeah. open. But I felt like the color palette just it felt the most halloween mm-hmm. my biggest gripe with this movie it doesn't feel like a halloween movie no. like after the credits and everything no it, it really does feels like i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> feels like the faculty or something <laughs> which josh hartnett was filming at the time like as well simultaneously yeah because he was the scat man he had a moment josh hartnett yeah <laughs> scat man hartnett <laughs> no he wasn't selling poop porn he was which I gotta say, of all the, the post scream horror movies, that's the one that sort of holds up more than, than the, the rest of them. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not like amazing, but if you watch that compared to like Urban Legend or yeah, true. Scream Three for crying out loud, how awful that movie is. Yeah. It's the one that kind of like, oh okay, this is fun. Yeah. I'll have to give it a rewatch. Yeah. So then we get the uh the kind of opening scene with the cops and the detectives investigating everything. Yeah, I like all this stuff too. Um, they're investig- investigating the crime scene, and they're saying that Loomis lived with Nurse Chambers mm-hmm. up until he died. Yeah. Um, and he has, like, newspaper clippings everywhere. and They're kind of feeling you in on what's happened in 20 years. Exactly. Um, now, there's one only thing that you kind of a reference to the other things is you see a bloody pair of scissors, which is kind of like... Well, the cop, he's like, Michael Myers. Yeah, right. <laughs> and a little thunder crack, and we get the... The new Halloween theme starts to play. Which is really good. Yeah. And it's like the only thing that was kept from the original score of this movie. Yeah, I don't mind the redone orchestral Halloween theme. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I get it. Like, they're trying to, this is supposed to be like 20 years later. It's a bigger movie. Yeah. So let's, let's up the ante. But my problem with the orchestral stuff is when Michael is chasing somebody and it's just like, nah, nah, nah. yeah, like I mean, they, loud trumpets and shit. Oh, no, it's, it's just like, the scream. Oh, it's just, this, I mean, it's just recycled scream music. Like, literally, is yes. recycled scream music. And mimic. And mimic, yeah. A 1997, not great movie. I think Del Toro directed that movie. <sighs> I haven't seen that since I was like I've never nine seen it. or but yeah, something. I think it's the early Del Toro movie. Okay. I think it might be his first Hollywood movie. Yeah. Well, the orchestral theme starts to play. Also, these two police officers were supposed to be a bigger part of this movie. I felt like it, I felt like it would have helped yeah, a little bit. Like, they even 
cast Charles S. Dutton. You remember like, he from right. Halloween yeah. 3? He was going to be one of the police officers trying to go after Michael Myers. Yeah. But by the time they shot out. it, they completely just got rid of that subplot. This movie needed some sort of... Like, this is the the first movie without Donald Pleasance, and yeah. it feels that way. It needs and it needs something added in the the whole second act for this movie because nothing really happened. I mean, I get the character development and all that kind of stuff, but it just yeah kind of plods along. Yeah, well, I, the, as the theme is playing, there's all these like montages of newspaper clippings that mm-hmm. Loomis has kept over the years, and I don't know if you caught some of these, but there's quite a few incorrect pieces of information on these newspaper clippings okay i did see one where they had jamie uh laurie strode as class of 78 which uh-huh. would have been incorrect because she would have been class of 79 yes that's true <laughs> and in one newspaper clipping they misspell myers seriously they I spell it m-e-y-e-r-s Ooh, mayors yes <laughs> michael mayors <laughs> and also in one I don't know how they fucked this up so bad. Okay. There's a newspaper clipping, like, showing, like, oh, Laurie faked her death in an automobile accident. Yes. But it says, Laurie, the survivor of the 68 Halloween murders. It's like, no. 78, you dumb shit. Ask us to write it. <laughs> like, how did that slip by? God. And we also see, this is kind of like the only hint to Halloween 4, 5, and 6, you see a pair of bloody scissors. Yeah, that's the, like I was saying earlier, yeah, that's literally the only thing that kind of even remotely ties in. There was supposed to be a newspaper clipping, a couple. One was supposed to say, Mysterious Colt kept murders hushed in Haddonfield. Really? Yeah. And there was another, Jamie Lloyd missing, but I guess they took those out. Yeah. But that was, along the way, that was in some form of the script okay like, yeah and also there i remember there was another script where one of the uh the sarah character was supposed to talk about the halloween murders yeah she was gonna like read a report in class and yeah. um talk about how jamie lloyd died or whatever yeah. and laurie was gonna run to the bathroom and throw up yeah i thought would have been a great scene it would have been but it would have felt a little forced in the overall of the movie i feel like yeah i guess because if you acknowledge that then you kind of have to acknowledge like baby steven and paul rudd and yeah and that also would have made the 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 loomis stuff problematic too because he didn't die like that paul rudd should have shown up halfway through with his fucking pipe and be like i'm here to whoop some ass that's what this movie needed (laughs) so oh and get the tom kane voiceover of dr loomis yes and he is a famous voiceover actor yoda Yoda for a lot of the animated stuff yeah he does a lot of stuff, and, you know, growing up as a kid, I it kind of tricked me. I thought this was Dr. Loomis. I did, too. But when I listen back now, oh, it knowing like that it's not, yeah. I'm like, whoa, this is really bad. I mean, it sounds a, a good enough kind of thing. Necessarily, it's a, he took him forever to do it. Like, yeah. he did it right. Yeah, they were just going to take the original audio from Halloween, but all of it had, like, music mixed into the background. Yeah. I would have done it for him. <laughs> Again, I can't believe you haven't moved back to Wilmington yet. I met this eight-year-old boy. <laughs> there it is. We need to. We, we gotta get a little Loomis characterization. Yeah. So after that, also I hate that yeah. that Michael Myers sketch that they show. That they oh, on. it's so shitty. I can imagine. I, also, why is there a sketch of this thing? It's like uh, I can go into like a sketch artist in oh, the cops. Doctor Loomis scribbling a little picture of Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> well, next shot we get a little dream sequence of. Michael 
going up to Lori's desk and then going over to a closet. Yep. And I like this little part. You get a little flashback to Halloween 78 of her in the closet. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And he's a picture of Josh Hartnett has been stabbed. And Lori wakes up screaming. And this is our introduction to Lori 20 years later. She has night terrors. She's an alcoholic. Sounds familiar. Her son has a horrible haircut. Which apparently was a acting choice, what it sounds like. Mm. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of haircut talk. Yeah. We won't start yet. But he runs in, gets her her medicine. And, you know, for the first time the other day, I noticed that she has a scar on her left arm. Really? Yeah. I think this is like the only shot where you see her bare arm, but there's a scar from where Michael stabbed her in 78. Because a little bit later he does stab her her in the same part. Yeah. You know, but I didn't notice that. I I missed it. Yeah. And then you also see, then we get the title card to where they are. October 31st. Summer Glen, California. Summer Glen, California. Next to Woodsboro, California. Really? I don't know, but it feels like it. It absolutely feels like it's another suburb or wherever Woodsboro is. Yeah, exactly. And we get our... Halloween breakfast scene. I'll tell you, this series loves breakfast scenes. Holy shit, they do. Yeah. It really was missing somebody fucking a donut, though. Oh, God. Yeah. You're saying, like, I'll crawl over there and skull fucking shit out of you, bitch. <laughs> oh, do we have to review those movies? We, we're complete this, man. Okay, we're going to do it. So, anyways, let's talk about this one yeah. for right now. So, yeah, you get John and Lori. And, you know, John gets a birthday card from his dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, 17, which is not his birthday. It was like six months late this time or something like that. Yeah. And then they have a, a conversation about how his dad was kind of a deadbeat alcoholic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Who do you think his dad was? I have no clue. Jimmy from Halloween 2? It could have been. Maybe it was Bud from Halloween 2. Depending on what cut, because Jimmy might be alive, Jimmy might be dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it was Bud just like spoops his, <laughs> I'm not dead, I don't know. <laughs> He just choked me out, you know? <laughs> so, one of my biggest problems with this movie is some of the, like, just the dialogue between the... These are high school kids, okay? Yes. And Josh Hartnett's like, your overprotection and paranoia is inhibiting my growth. It's like, I, no, teenagers don't talk, at least to my knowledge. No. They don't talk this, like, you know, smart and, like, ooh, like... Ish. I was watching. I was like, Kevin Williamson dialogue is like Aaron Sorkin dialogue for teenagers. Yeah, like, exactly what it is. It's like it's really fast. It's really convoluted and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, they do a lot of walking and talking in this movie. Yeah, I'm like, this is mu- very much if Aaron Sorkin was like, let me write a young adult horror movie. Yeah, and Charlie goes up to um, Josh Hartnett's character, John. Yeah, Charlie walks up to John and he's like, you know, you're an Oedipal, you're an Oedipal enabler. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oedipal, I'm assuming that's is that like Oedipus Rex or something? Yeah, like, I mean, he just saying he's going to fuck his mom, so, you know. Exactly. Yeah. These are high school kids. Now, granted, they're in a boarding school, so maybe they're a little bit smarter than we are at public school, but still, it doesn't seem like people would just, like, talk A like high that school kind of kid thing. would be like, dude, is your mom being a fucking bitch again? You know? <laughs> or something like that. Like, it's just unrealistic. You want to go play a board game after this? I got it. It's called Jumanji. It's really good. Oh, I see what you did. Because he was a Jumanji kid in 95. Yeah. Wow, that was only like three years removed from this. He grew up. Jesus. <laughs> and, oh yeah, we meet Judy Lynn O'Keefe. Sarah. Yes. 
Yeah. Usually she is the uh, the hot bitch in the teen movies. Yeah, and she is. I mean, do you like her in this? She's she's whatever. She's fine. She's like all the other characters, all the teenagers. They're just and kind she, of whatever. She shows up talking all smart, like, "Oh, Yosemite, it's it's lonesome. No, it's it'll come to me. It's wretched. Yeah, no, uh, repugnant. That's yes. it. That's it. It's like, oh, shut up. Yeah, that's you know. And you're trying to tell me that she's dating Charlie. Yeah, what talk about the planet is that? I'm sorry, but no. And she had nothing but nice things to say about him in that documentary. Yeah, and he but... was, you know, also kind of like, oh, it was fun. And he, he you know, acknowledged how like, hot she was back at the end. And she's like, <laughs> it's, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, this is when we get our first false scare. Laurie's looking out the window. Uh, no, second false scare. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, one of many. The first uh, Michael Myers. Oh, I got you. So she's looking out the window and Michael sneaks up behind her or, you know, and this would have been a pretty cool shot. Yeah. But the mask looks so fucking dumb. I can't take Michael serious in this movie. Do you want to talk about the mask now or? (sighs) No, but yes. Let's talk about it. So this is the K&B mask. I think this is. Which is the shittiest mask, but it was what they wanted. So I can't. Wait, is this? No, this is the San Winston mask. This KMB mask is the one that looks like an alien. The marshmallow man? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that's like the super white one with the angsty teenager look. Yeah, it's what they 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 wanted cuz he wanted they wanted a whitewashed mask with no features on it. Yeah, so he looks like an alien so to me. KMB made that mask. Yes. 3 weeks into filming, they were like I don't know why it took them 3 weeks, but they were like, "Hey, this mask looks fucking stupid." Yeah. So they got Stan Winston to make a mask? Buchler first. First they went to Buchler to do to redo the Halloween six mask. That's right. Yeah, they changed some of the features on the Halloween six mask. Mm-hmm. I think that one looked the best just yeah. from what I've seen. Yeah. They didn't like that one. No. So they got Stan Winston to make the mask you see here, which is the one seen for most of the movie. I've they and did all the reshoots with this mask. Yeah. And those reshoots cost an additional almost according to the editor cost another like two million dollars. This mask looks fucking stupid as well. I, I don't the hair is awful. It's like Josh Hartnett's hair. Yeah. On yeah. glued onto it. <laughs> yeah. You and can you can see, see his eyes yes. so much. See the I hate eyes. That. His face just looks derpy. Yeah. It's almost like if you see a Batman mask but the eyes aren't blacked out, that's what this looks like. You know, like yeah. how awful that is. I love that scene where Laurie kicks him in the nuts and like he's like, huh? So yeah, the mask situation, I don't know how it got this bad. Like what is so how hard about just I'm making like, a decent mask? You know, and you gotta screen test these kind of things before you go into production. How was that mask screen tested and not and how did it take three weeks of dailies for them to weeks? realize that I this think mask Jamie fucking Lee sucks? Curtis was the one that was like, Hey, this mask is shitty and it's so bad because when you get the the one iconic shot where she where he's looking through the window and it's the Uh, shittiest mask i'm like this would be great if it wasn't for that mask being so god awful what you mean when they have the The sterile face to face yeah well they filmed that so in the trailer for this movie Uh he was wearing the marshmallow man mask yeah uh the kmb mask he was wearing that because i remember seeing that preview yeah as a kid and i remember thinking even then like the mask looks kind of stupid. <laughs> and then they later reshot that scene with the K&B mask. And Steve- throughout the movie, you see a lot of sh- scenes with the K&B mask. Yeah. 
So the the mask just changes constantly throughout yeah. this movie. It's very distracting. Yeah, and I just remember the editor on the thing because it's the only time I've seen the editor in any of these documentaries. He just kept going on and on about how it was to edit these masks oh together. Oh my god! Like I couldn't imagine how difficult that shit would have been. It's a pain in the ass to edit a podcast. I can't imagine <laughs> doing that. <laughs> um, and that's the one that Steve Miner wanted. The awful, the marshmallow one that you call. That's the one that he wanted. God. Like, apparently he was not happy when uh when they shot the intro music the intro scene uh-huh. and he was wearing the Halloween Six mask which was the direct the the exact one from Halloween Six which looks the best yeah when he slices Marion's throat like he looks good there he looks yeah. fucking evil yeah it's, and as much as I don't like Carl oh, what's his the uh, Charles what's his, the John guy? Carl Buechler no um the actor who plays Michael Myers what's that oh oh Chris Duran yeah as much as I don't like his <laughs> I think a, a decent amount of his performance is Hollywood because he's the mask is kind of ruins it for some of it. Yes, but I mean, again, it, there's things about it that I don't like about his performance. There is a. This is by far my least favorite. His game. Well, I don't even know what Resurrection is like, but I mean, as far as like the ones that I consider to be Halloween movies, his gate is like. Well, way he off. had never watched a Halloween movie. Yeah. Before when he <laughs> took this job, and I'm not even sure if he even watched any of them. But. I, yeah, this is. We'll yeah. get into him. So right. we'll get into him. Yeah. We'll get into all that. When we get to it. So, we get a false scare. Laurie's looking out the window. Michael comes up behind her. And we're introduced to Molly, John's girlfriend, played yes. by... Michelle Williams. Played by Michelle Williams. And... Of Dawson's Creek fame at this point. Oh, really? Yeah, she's on Dawson's Creek. She's oh, one of the main shit. characters on Dawson's Creek. I didn't watch Dawson's yeah. Dawson's Well, I, I watched it growing up. And, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin Williamson, is, he's executive producer on this movie. But he had a lot of the dialogue. He's on set. He was on set for most okay. of his doing dialogue, which is why it sounds so. Yeah, yeah. Well, Michelle Williams, I don't mind her in this. She does. She's fun. She's the only teenager that's like, oh, okay. I kind of feel sorry for you. Yeah, she's kind of the only relatable one. Yeah, it seems like I guess her. She doesn't seem as well off as the rest of the characters. Yeah, she talks about how her parents bailed on her financial aid. and Which is why she can't go to Yosemite. Washing dishes. And yeah, which, you know, it's another thing for private schools. Or even in colleges, people who work off their tuition by doing, you know, yeah. cooking, that kind of stuff. So she seems like a relatable person more so than... John just seems like an idiot teenage boy, which I was a former idiot teenage boy. But Well, we all were. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so oh, you also get a really good shot of the back of Josh Hartnett's hair. And somebody just <laughs> fucked his shit all up. Like, I mean, bad. There's, like, chunks of hair missing. Well, he's just, like, wearing a beanie every time he's not on set. He look. I mean, it's more than that. Yeah. It's the actual cut. Yeah. It's not just the style. Like, oh, he's got messy, messy hair. No. Somebody <laughs> fucked his shit up. I almost <laughs> think he... I know YouTube wasn't around, but it's almost like he watched a tutorial and tried to cut his own hair with scissors in the bathroom. Well, <laughs> like, he was 19 at the time. <laughs> It looks so bad. I could not get over it. <laughs> so now, cut to Highway 139, Northern California. Thanks for being very specific. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give me the latitude and longitude as well? Yeah. So mom and daughter are driving a conveniently creepy car. Creeper bus, as I like to call it, from Jeepers Creepers. Kind of looks like that, yeah. yeah. They stop at a rest area, which is... One of the creepiest places on earth. Yeah. Yeah. I always get weirded out going to rest stops. Really? I'm like, yeah. They're, I mean, at night, well, there's somebody night, there. But yeah, yeah. during the day, I don't, yeah, please, I'd rather go to there than like a BP or something. Yeah. Maybe, right. Yeah. So 
But this one, uh, this one yeah, is not what I would go to. Yeah, this one's very weird. It's yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. There's just two bathrooms like and giant or not giant, giant heels everywhere. Yeah, why would this mom take her kid here? I mean, apparently she had to go. Well, the mom even says to her, "When I was a little girl, we used to pee in the woods." Exactly. <laughs> go do that. <laughs> it's like, oh, let me take you to this little. That maybe not be as easy for a little girl as it would be like a little boy. Well. You yeah, know, girls have it so bad. Yeah, I mean, I do a you know, for you know, a, a boy, you can just kind of pull off in oh, the yeah. woods, and then that's <laughs> that. But for a girl, it's a little bit more difficult to just. I don't know if I had a little daughter and I pulled up to this sketchy looking fucking. Rest I would have tried to figure something. And one else of the out. doors was locked, and yeah. there was a sketchy looking car just parked there. I'd be like, mm mm, uh, yeah, okay. Well, do you think Michael Myers like? Lock that door just because he didn't want to go in the girls' bathroom because it's impolite. Ooh, there's a little psychology breakdown. Yeah, Michael Myers. I don't know. Yeah, there's a deleted scene of him like peeking out of the bathroom. Did you watch those FX uh, scenes? Like seven minutes of added footage. No, I didn't watch all of them. Uh, most of them are really. There's nothing to him. Really? Uh, but there's only one part. My, the best part is when Charlie's trying to t- talk to Josh Hartnett about how to get laid. And I was like, what planet oh my God. does Charlie <laughs> have a conversation with Josh Hartnett about how to get his dick wet? There's no <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of language my co-host uses. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I didn't see all those. Yeah. So overall, this... This is another one of my favorite scenes. Oh, yeah. This, this is, is played out really well. Yeah. You know, the mom and daughter, they go in this sketchy-ass bathroom. Yeah. She's sitting there waiting to, you know. <laughs> she's sitting there. She's humming a little song. Yeah, humming a little song. Doing her business. And somebody grabs her purse. Yep. She's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, told you, don't go in there. No. Yeah. So she peeks through the crack and sees Michael. And little girl starts screaming. and. Mm-hmm. Spiders! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still think Michael should have just like kicked that door in, <laughs> right to the face. <laughs> I'll show you spiders. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is the first thing they shot. Really? Yep. Hmm. Uh, and apparently, uh, the guy who played Michael Myers, Chris Duran, Chris Duran, it was like apparently they didn't tell the little girl that he was going to be there. Uh huh. So it, when she when he walked in for that scene, like she like freaked out and they had to like stop shooting for like an hour to get her to calm down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now we are back at the school, and Miss Tate is giving instructions for a room full of forty-year-old high schoolers. Exactly. Seriously, everybody looks old as shit in this room. Yeah. And the kids are skipping the trip. Guess who's got a fever of hundred and two? Ooh, this is the most Kevin Williamson dialogue I've ever heard in my life. Take a hormone suppressant. Oh yeah. Oh, we're bothering the newlyweds, Charles. Oh yeah, it's like, like so fucking. Yeah. Aren't I smart? <clears throat> it's like where the dialogue works so well in Scream for the most part. For some reason, it just doesn't work in this movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, Kevin Williams didn't. He was on set for a lot of the teenage dialogue. He didn't get any kind of writing really? credit. Um. They wanted the the Weinstein's tried to get get. They wanted to give uh Zapia uh-huh. more money so they could give. Uh, Kevin Williamson a writing credit so they could advertise it as from Kevin Williamson oh, they brought you God. Scream he was like no I'm taking that writing credit you can take your extra money uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> well cut to Alan Arkin Adam Arkin Adam okay Alan's uh son that's right okay Adam Arkin is walking with Jamie Lee Curtis now I really like 
Adam Arkin. I do this. too. I don't see him much anymore, which kind of makes me. I like when I see him pop up on stuff. I'm like, oh, look at you. You're cool. I like you. Yeah, they could have used the adult parts of this movie, like yeah. between him and Jamie Lee Curtis, are the best things. Yeah, it's everything with the the screamified kid stuff is mm-hmm. kind of what ruins this movie. There's another deleted or FX only scene where he's mm-hmm. talking about how his his parents being kind of shitty, which I was like, that could have been a nice little added touch there too. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. It was deleted out. Yeah. He's kind of Diet George Clooney. He kind of is. He really is. <laughs> I think he used to get them confused when I was a kid. He's a Dr. Perky. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> but he's really good. I'm not talking yeah. shit. I really like him in this. He needed to be in more of it. Now, I like, well, Janet Lee shows up. Jamie Lee's mom. Now, did you catch that she's like, the girl's shower is clogged again. Yeah, psycho reference. Hey, did you know she was in she was in psycho? I can't believe. Did you know she was in psycho, Jason? <sighs> I cannot believe I hate this fucking part so much. <laughs> I can't believe like when she's walking away, that Jamie Lee Kirsten looked directly at the fucking camera and give a nice little wink. Like Get it? Oh, when she gets in her car. Yeah. In the fucking psycho car. The psycho car while they're playing the psycho music. Mm-hmm. I'm just like are you kidding me right now? Well, this is post-Scream. Exactly. This is what Scream did for horror movies. Go ahead and... Well, we know who was originally offered this role. What, of Janet Lee? No, or the role... Janet Lee's mom? Yeah. No, I meant... The secretary. Yes. <laughs> who? PJ Souls. Oh, that's right. I read that. Which... Yeah. And apparently she was... She didn't know how it was going to work because she was... You know, she died in the first one. Yes. And she never said a hard no or a yes on the thing. And they were like, okay, we'll just give it to Janet Lee. Yeah, I guess that would be kind of odd because even today, PJ Souls looks very much like PJ Souls yeah, from yeah. 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, I met her. Very sweet lady. Yeah. Seriously. Except for in Carrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I do like the little shot after Adam Arkin and Jamie Lee make out in the little hallway there. Yeah. He goes back out and she's giving him the dirty look. <laughs> you know yeah like i know what you're up to mm-hmm. i like that was a nice little touch yeah. it's funny there and that's the only that's the last psycho reference that should have been in this movie like oh the girl showers psych- clogged again because you gotta think about that for a little yeah. bit yeah now we meet ll cool j he's in this mm-hmm. aka well todd that's what he goes by in real life. That's Todd. That's, that's how he what he asked Josh Hartnett to call him while he's on set. Yeah. yeah. Just Todd. And he's reading some graphic romance porn. You know, the books you see at the bookstore with uh the guys on like horses half naked. Yeah. Holding a lady with one arm with mm-hmm. their hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> What's he say? He's like he removed her shirt to show off her round melon breast. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, why is this? Sounds like that phone number we called last week. (laughs) Yeah, he must have been calling way 800, you suck. (laughs) Oh, and cue sassy black woman. They gotta throw her in here. Well, the the only reason they put LL Cool J in. Yep. I heard a cod saying like, this is like the widest fucking reason for putting LL Cool J in in this. He was like, you know, a lot of... uh, African American audiences. The uh, the demographics were showing that a lot of African American audiences were a big part of these kind of movies. So yeah. we thought, hey, we want some of that demographic. So let's bring in Mr. Cool J for the movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, I get it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, he's in this, and you know what? I don't mind him. I think I, he does, I think he's he's, he's a really good actor. In leaps this. and bounds better than uh, 
Buster Rhymes next time. Oh God, yeah. But I mean, I, I think he's good when he's in there. He's, he plays his role good. Yeah. He's not like a he's he's had some funny bits, but he's not a, a, a he's humor, not a comedic relief guy. Yeah, he's not Mister Quiche. Like he could. Oh, been. I ain't touching that. Oh uh, yeah, uh, he, no, he's just a, a a guy who's the security guard just trying to moonlight as a smut writer. Yeah, I cannot believe being that this is a. Look how smart we are. 1998 script that yeah. there wasn't a line of dialogue of him being like, oh, how come the brothers always got to go do <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. like, thank you for not doing that. Yes. Maybe I bet there was a line of dialogue like that. And he was like, hey, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look out for my, what's he on, NCIS? Or no, he's on one of the uh, uh one of the pr- police procedural movies, something TV shows. Like, yeah. Yeah, something like police procedure movies. <laughs> TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but anyway, then, uh, John and Charlie show up. Yeah, fuck me, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Hey, I want to, you know, let us off campus. I want to make our me and Molly's date special tonight." And he's like, "No, no, can't do it." Your mom said, "I Molly, get caught." You better with. not get your ass fired. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, he eventually lets him out, and I like when he's like, "Comb your hair." Yeah, that line was ad lib. Yeah. And he was saying, no, he should have been like, you know what? Just shave off all your hair and start up. <laughs> like, just I don't even care if it's going to ruin the continuity of this movie. <laughs> yeah, take a blowtorch to that fucking head of yours. Let's hit the reset button, okay? Yeah. So now Lori is in town, and she sees Michael in the window again. Nice little in fake out. Another one. Another. Another derpy-ass shot of that mask. Also, why are kids trick-or-treating at 1 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, you're right. Is it Halloween yet? Yeah, it's Halloween. This, 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 oh, everything okay. after when they get the the high school, the school mm-hmm. is October 31st. So the dialogue here between Curtis and Arkin is good. Yeah, it you know it's uh it's dialogue. Yeah. There's two characters like having a discussion about something. Yeah, and there's uh you know character development. Mm-hmm. And you can tell there's something like she wants to kind of tell Will who she is. Yeah, it's not just, you know... And he's not pushing the issue. He's just saying, hey, mm-hmm. you want to talk about it? I'm here for you. That's right. Because I'm an adult and I'm dating you. <laughs> That's right, Jason. <laughs> You're a gentleman here at the Spook House. Exactly. We respect these kind of things. I'm wearing a nice tweed blazer, so I am a man <laughs> oh, to be yes. respected. I'm a distinguished gentleman. <laughs> I've got salt and pepper hair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So uh, it's refreshing, yeah, to hear like just good dialogue for a minute. Yeah, it's not just like smart, quippy line mm-hmm. thrown out. Like, oh, look how fucking cool I am. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm so cool. I don't even comb my fucking hair. You know, just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even care, man. And Jamie Lee, she slams that Chardonnay down. Did she, she's like, she's about to go to an ECU tailgating party right after this. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> For all our Eastern North Carolina listeners. East Carolina Pirates. Yeah, go Pirates. But yeah, exactly. She's like, let me, <laughs> yeah. cho- let, me let me go pound these Chardonnays real quick. Oh, yeah. She gets sassy with that waiter. Today? Today. <laughs> I was waiting. She even kind of got the, the I want to speak to your manager haircut. Today. Oh, <laughs> can I speak to your manager, please? He has not been coming giving... here for three years. <laughs> and they give you my Chardonnay when I want it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, next scene, we see old ass eyes and Charlie walking down the street. <laughs> Tell me his eyes don't look like buttholes. 
I don't now. I think every time I watch, you know, he was supposed to be Superman. Like he kept, like oh, he kept God. turning down the Superman role. Oh, like Hollywood wanted him to be super bad so bad, but he was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do that." All bullshit aside, <laughs> Josh Hartnett seems like a pretty decent guy. Oh he's yeah, he's not a bad actor. No, I just really hate him in this. <laughs> yeah, so even he hates himself in this. Though. I think he does. But no, he even says like, "I saw it. I enjoyed the movie. I thought everybody was good except for me." Uh but again, it was his first movie. He had done like one TV role briefly, and then he got this. Like, well, if I had to watch footage of me at age twenty, whatever the fuck I was doing, I'd yeah. be like, "Oh God!" Ooh, yeah. no. I mean, Charlie had been a child writer, so he kind of grew up on this kind of thing. Uh-huh. And, but it, him just like, "Oh, I just graduated high school. Time to be a Halloween movie." Yeah. Well, Charlie has stole some booze, and of course, he's given some smart fucking line of. Dialogue here. Statistics to show. Yeah, the wooden, wooden, whatever adults, uh, whatever adolescents have shoplifted in their life. It's like, who the fuck talks like this? What magazine? Are you reading like Shoplifters Weekly or something? (laughs) Yeah, like, where are you getting this? This is pre smartphones and shit. (laughs) I don't even know if I could like Google that now. It's like, how many kids shoplift? Well, Lori catches them in the street. This fucking scene. Oh, yeah. She's like, Charlie, go ahead. And she's like, what the fuck do you think <laughs> you're doing? She drops the hardest F-bomb oh, yeah, yeah, in the history of cinema. Mom, I'm really uncomfortable with you using that word. <laughs> Don't put me in the position, John. <laughs> you just think you can huh, huh, walk around, <laughs> get a little off-campus lunch? <laughs> I just asked for one day. Mom, I've given you 17 years. <laughs> I'm not responsible for you. Yeah. Like, I got through this. He screams in puberty. <laughs> yeah. like, God bless this scene. It is. And of course, to get the famous Michael Myers <laughs> is dead. <laughs> Michael Myers is dead. Look, and I was watching this scene. I started, I laughed pretty hard because I always do laugh at this part. But I was like, who else in this in his peer group would have done any better or worse? And I started thinking about like James Vanderbeek giving the uh, "I don't want your life." Oh <laughs> yeah, I don't want your life. Or what if like Elijah Wood was her kid and he'd like been crying the whole time, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not responsible for you. <laughs> you know, I thought that he was about to pull. A, I know what you did last summer. He was like twenty years, mom. What's he waiting for, huh? <laughs> what are you waiting for? <laughs> oh, man. So, that was a good time. Yeah, that, that scene. We used to talk about that scene quite a lot. Yeah, we, we did. used to quote that back in like middle school. Be like, I'm not responsible for you. <laughs> <laughs> All this shit's leaking out of your head and I can't take it. And so, he just walks off like, yeah, just won that fucking argument. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so kids all hop in or jimmy and they ride back up to the gmc jimmy they can make those anymore they don't make the blazers anymore do they that was a fresh jimmy that yeah was a fresh off the line 98 jimmy which makes sense why it doesn't start oh <laughs> so she pulls up to the gate and ll's like you know oops sorry doing his rounds eyes up ronnie <laughs> oh did you notice when she drives off he says psycho oh yeah <laughs> Because she is, in fact, the child of the psycho actress. Did you know that, Jason? Oh, I didn't know that until this very moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Wait, was this whole thing supposed to be a reference to Psycho? It kind of feels like that. Gosh. 
Well, we see Michelle Williams. She's oh, watching. We the also dishes. see the uh, the creeper bus that Michael Myers is driving. Oh yeah, she, yeah. Somehow he just found her and followed her to the school. Oh yeah. And he's just like, oh yep, there she is. Boom. Yeah. What if it was just like if the people that came to that rest stop just happened to be driving like I don't know, enter like least intimidating car you can think of, like a fucking VW Bug or something. <laughs> I was like, what do you think? Did he like? When he drove from Illinois to California in that uh-huh. car, do you think he would like take, take rest stops or he like when he was like filling up his gas, he still had his mask on, yeah. filling his car with gas? <laughs> I like and what was he paying for it? With like one hand on the steering wheel and like tapping the passenger seat with his fingers on the other. Like, like, like route. Damn, this is a long drive. <laughs> it's like you drive on Route 66 and not seeing anything for like 400 miles. Does he listen to the radio? What is he? Does he listen to talk? I think he listens to talk radio. Like NPR the entire way back. I bet he's like one of those guys that listen to the AM radio. <laughs> It's just like some Russians talking in <laughs> fucking distorted airwaves. Just like, uh, or uh, AM coast to coast. <laughs> He's an Art Bell kind of guy. <laughs> oh, this was 98. Yeah. So. All right, then we see uh, Michelle Williams is cooking. No, washing dishes. Washing dishes in the uh, the kitchen. Yeah, and John sends down some flowers and a map in the dumb waiter. Yes. What a name for a... I've always wondered why it's called that. Yeah. Now, this is all shot in one big mansion. Walkie-talkies, dumb waiters. Who comes up with Who this stuff? Who comes up with this stuff? So this was all shot in a mansion? Yeah, it was uh, It was built in the 20s for some silent film star. Okay. And then it was converted into a convent for several years. And this is the filming location of the school? Yes. Like all the exterior This is one giant mansion. Huh. Um, Like uh, Scream 3. You remember the producer's house? In Scream Three, yeah, it's the exact same house. Final cut, exactly. Ugh. And then, uh, um, the Neon Demon, which was shot, that came out like last year. I haven't seen that. yet. I haven't either, but it was also shot at this house. Cool. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Mm-hmm. Good to know. So, John sends some flowers and a map, and the dumb waiter. And she follows the map downstairs, and John surprises her. Now, here's a little question I got for you. She's like, "Oh, how come you don't really celebrate Halloween?" He's like. Oh, you know, we have a psychotic serial killer in the family that butchers people on Halloween. Oh, so you want some it's scat? Like, oh, wrong movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my question here is, how tight of a secret is this? Well, Wouldn't she hide that from John as well? I, I feel like at some point he would probably, at 17, I feel like maybe he would know. Yeah, if she told John about it. Yeah. But I feel like he wouldn't just be throwing that information around to his yeah, little high school girlfriend. That's that's not the best game to be spitting out, I don't think, for a high school kid. Yeah, and why wouldn't she be like, shit, really? Well, he said Tell it, me more. He said it kind of in a jokey way, so I'm not entirely sure she really believed it. You know, he said, like, we got a psycho guy in the family who likes to kill people on Halloween. So I just didn't think it was kind of polite to celebrate. I mean, if my girlfriend told me that, I'd be like, wait, you do? Well, yeah. What the but, fuck? Okay, that's you. <laughs> Oh, this is Josh Hartnett. He's yeah. A, he's a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Josh. Head's full of jelly beans and <laughs> loose change. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on up there. Lives in London now with his family. Oh, yeah. Hey, again, I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. it just We're picking on him. Yeah. He kind of deserves it. So, <laughs> Molly... Oh, this is the classroom scene. Yes. Molly sees Michael from the classroom, that dumbass marshmallow mask. Yeah. That thing even looks like shit from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Oh, It man. really brings out his fucking eyes. Boy, does it ever. <laughs> and, of course, 
This is uh, kind of a callback to Halloween. Yeah, one. the first one. Yes. Because... When she's talking about fate, but this one she's talking about the monster and Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And of course, this causes Lori to pause. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like... Pregnant pause. Pregnant pause. That's what they call us. Yes. And then the school bell rings. That's right. And Lori gives John a permission slip. His hair is still looking like shit. It kind of looks like if Simple Jack had an emo haircut. Exactly. <laughs> or like, it's like, you know what? I got out of bed this morning. I want my hair to be like this for this. Let me just gel the fuck out of it. <laughs> he like puts gel in his cowlicks. He's like, you know what? I need, I need this bedhead thing to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was popular at this boarding school because it's the only way they could show their uh, personality. Oh, <laughs> hey, there's a theory for you. Well, he does like to wear his little tie very loose. Oh, yeah. That's kind of But of course, he's the headmistress's son, so he can probably get away with most. Oh, that's true. So, shut up, mom. You drunk? I wear my tie like I want to. <laughs> you fucking drunk. We should go chug some more vodka. <laughs> so, all the kids are leaving the school. So, wait, did they all live at this school? Yes, yeah, a boarding school. That's what a boarding They fucking live there? Yeah, they live there. You what do their parents do? They pay tuition for them to live at a school. Like, they'll go home do for the, the parents' like, visit? I mean, if they want to, I'm sure they can. But it's like you, you go to a boarding school. It's like. Say it's like college, but for high school kids, you you go there, <laughs> okay. you live there. That is very strange to me. Yeah, I mean it's it's like an uber private school kind of thing. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So like the rooms that Molly and uh Jody Leonard was Jody Sarah. Yes, they live in that room. That is their room. Wow. Yeah. I kind of feel like we were jipped a little bit. <laughs> it's like a poorly funded public well, school no, well see if you if you went to a boarding school I doubt your roommate would have been cool with you blasting like a slipknot <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it was like a tray you and stuff oh my god oh man oh y'all just couldn't smoke cigs like we could just ripping cigs and smokers <laughs> that's right so this is when Laurie bumps into Janet Lee yeah we talked about this earlier I kind of went on a tangent well Janet Lee's like if I could just be maternal for a moment. Get it? I don't like to see you like this. and I'll, But, you know, aside from all the dumbass psycho references, I this scene is whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Except for the psycho references. Yes. Which is like 80% of this conversation. So before Janet Lee, Norma is her name. Yes. Did you catch that? Norman Bates. Hey. Norma Bates. Did you know Jamie Lee Curtis's mom is in this movie, and she was in Psycho. Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I would not. The, the one with the that came out in the nineties that Ghost Van Zant directed. Yes, that one. Yeah, Vince Vaughn is Vince the janitor Vaughn. at this boarding school. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> 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 All right. So yeah, the Psycho theme reprisal plays yeah. as she's walking to the Psycho car. She also gives the uh, Charles Cipher. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. Hey, did you know that was in the first Halloween? <laughs> I think we talked about it, didn't mm, we? Yeah. Have we talked about the first Halloween yet? No. Oh, okay. We'll get to it. So now, all the students drive off, and Michael pulls the shit wagon up to the gate, <laughs> <laughs> and LL is inside reading his dumbass story to his wife, and <laughs> he notices the, the car sitting at the gate. He, like, disappears, by the way. Like, he looks in the car, and then Michael Myers just walks by him. Oh, and then yeah. he shuts the door, then he's like fucking gone. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not how that works. Yeah, and then LL, because I just can't believe I have to say that, like, LL Cool J goes back. Todd, Todd has to go back inside. <laughs> Todd goes back inside and gets back on the phone. He was like, I don't know who that was or whatever. And then he just keeps pulling in the window. Yeah. So 
And he cues the screen music hard for this, too. So this scene is pretty reminiscent of Annie. Oh, yeah, Halloween. I never thought about that, but yeah, it is. Yeah. He's on, she's on the phone. He's stalking her, or LL in this one, Todd. Sorry. You know, if they had just, first off, new mask, new person playing Michael. <laughs> like, this scene, if you replaced all the shitty trumpets and noises with like classic Halloween themes yeah. and just kind of played on the atmosphere just a bit more. Like I like this scene. It's fine. Did you hear in the John Ottman score? The John Ottman score? Yeah, the original score for this movie. <sighs> Not all of it. Well I only saw the clips, so you watched mm-hmm. the documentary, right? Yes. How those clips the music for those clips was fucking awful. Really? <laughs> I hear some people say like, oh they should have went with Ottman score, but like from what I've heard of that, that sounds like shit too. Yeah. It's it's in the same orchestral vein as the, the screen thing, but it's like... Yeah, and for everybody listening, they brought in Marco Beltrami. They had five to, days to score and edit this. Yeah, this movie is a fucking mess. <laughs> so yeah, under different circumstances, this scene could have been a lot better. Yeah. If they just, yeah, changed a few key things. Yeah. Then we, we cut to Laurie walking around campus. Yeah, she leaves her office, and she sees the... Least intimidating Michael Myers walk ever. And this was the big scene that I saw that had the John Ottman score, and it was like fucking xylophone bells with the, the Michael Myers scene. It was fucking <laughs> oh, awful. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that sounds really bad. <laughs> but yeah, his walk is just so bad in this. Yeah, and he's like, he's got like very narrow shoulders too that kind of go down. Yes. Which I feel bad to like body shame him or whatever, but he's just kind of walking around like that, and his. He said he was trying to act like a, a giant cat. Yeah. He and he was, was like, growling under his breath. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, his walk fucking sucks. Everything about his portrayal of Myers is just like, uh, okay, picture George Wilbur playing yeah. this with a good mask. Uh-huh. The movie's 10 times better. Yeah. I could see like if George Wilbur played it or Dick Warlock was because he was still doing it. Mm-mm. He would have been better. <laughs> He would have been better. You yeah. Will. Nick Castle well, was probably no, off directing some Disney movie. Dick Warlock's 5'9". I'm sorry. It worked in Halloween 2 for me. It, it did. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not the biggest Halloween 2 fan. No. I don't know. He did fine. Yeah. Much better than Chris Durand, who yeah. I think is... He's 6'2", by the way. Oh, okay. He was also in Scream. He's one of the ghost faces in Scream 2. It's kind of how he got this gig. Huh. Well... I hate him in this. I truly fucking hate him. I'm sure he's a nice guy, Always. but you suck as Michael Myers. <laughs> so, Laurie thinks she sees Myers, but it's Will, her boyfriend. Another false scare. Mm-hmm. All right. Throw that in the counter. So, Arkin checks in on the girls. But, 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 Laurie walks off and Will turns around. Oh. We got Mikey in the bushes. That's right. So, was it a image or did she actually see? You're right. Michael Myers. Was Michael Myers scared of Will? We may never know. And I do not care to find <laughs> out. <laughs> so, Adam Arkin checks in. Well, Will checks in on the girls. This Molly was like the only Sarah. teenage kind of thing that I enjoyed. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. They're watching Scream 2. Dumb joke. They replaced. So, you know what they're originally watching? So, I married an axe murderer. Yeah. Which would have been a better joke than Scream 2. Yeah. Mike Myers, get it? Yeah. And I say, I mean, both of them are kind of silly. Well, speaking of Mike Myers, did you know that Jamie Lee Curtis, yes, Jamie Lee Curtis, they tried to approach Mike Myers for a cameo? Yeah. Because 
this shots where she was in town she wanted to have mike myers like walk by and she'd do a double take or something <laughs> jesus fuck so Leave anyway the comedy to your husband chris for guest all right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah scream 2 was playing yeah also this is the first time i realized sarah was smoking a cigarette in there oh yeah but there's no way he didn't smell that oh yeah for sure <laughs> yeah but and it then, seems like the cool teacher he'd, yeah he'd be like i know what you're up to yeah because he has they had the conversation oh we're going to go out and uh date rape or roofie some uh yeah he's like i can't i'm having my nipples pierced it's like uh okay well maybe next time yeah so that was the only kind of inner like teenage thing i was like oh, okay that's kind of fun yeah he's again like he's good in this need more of him more characters like him yes also, it's been like an hour since anybody's died in this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like something fucking happened. Why well, didn't they just kill Janet Lee? Yeah. Like she like drove off and they had like a little scene where Michael Myers pops up and kills her. Yeah. Then they maybe would have improved the movie a little bit. Yeah, maybe you're right. Because it drags during the middle a little bit. Kill her in the fucking shower. Okay. <laughs> hey, there's you. Psycho, right? <laughs> so Laurie's pounding back some vodka, and Will shows up to her door. For their little date night. Oh, yeah. He shows up for a pumpkin carving contest with uh, Drunk Lori. Yeah. <laughs> Vodka and knives. What can go wrong? <laughs> Cut back to the kids downstairs, and they're going to have a big feast. And they have 175 candles lit There's down here There's more candles basement. in this one scene than there was in all of Halloween 6. What is this, a boys to men video? <laughs> oh, more candles than Halloween 6. <laughs> What has more candles, this scene or the opening scene of Halloween 6? Oh, it's got to be this, dude. There's nowhere, <laughs> yeah. there's no surface that is not completely uncovered. You know how long it's going to take them to blow those fucking things Where do up? they get those things from? I know it's the 90s, everybody had candles, but that many candles? <laughs> candles are a 90s thing? I don't know. Maybe everybody's... You don't see candles these days. You don't see them. They went out of style in the 90s. <laughs> so, Laurie is telling Will her whole backstory, you know? Yeah. She's like... My name is Laurie Strode, actually. And he's like, oh, that's kind of funny. He just sort of laps it off. Yeah. <clears throat> and she starts telling the whole story of Halloween. Like, he killed a lot of my friends and it happened. And he like finishes the sentence. He's like, oh, on Halloween. He's like, you know, we've all heard the story or whatever. And he's like, the sister died, right? Now, now she's like, no, she's the, now she's a mistress of a secluded private school yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but where was the, oh, shit moment here like when she reveals that she's actually Lori strode she kind of just kind of said it matter of factly i guess i don't i don't i just don't see how he didn't put two and two together sooner you know i i was confused with the where the oh shit moment was like, well he asked for another drink huh well he asked for a drink well yeah, yeah i know that but at what point when she was explaining was he like Oh my God! You're Laurie Strode from the Halloween, Halloween murders. I don't know. He's kind of downplays a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, she did say she did, he did it with a really big kitchen knife. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, also the seventeen thing that was another. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Moment. And then she's so freaked. it was because she said that he killed Judith when she was seventeen, and also when also she attacked her when she was seventeen. Yeah. So she thinks that the 17th birthday card that was like, oh my God, it was Michael that sent the birthday card, I guess. <laughs> so Laurie goes to get her gun and Ronnie, they, well, they go to go outside and Ronnie scares Laurie. <laughs> Fuck me shit. Does he say that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me shit. 
So this is Charlie and the corkscrew scene. Like a part four, Crispin Glover. Part Hey Ted, where's the corkscrew? Oh, Friday thirteenth part yeah, four. Sorry, I was yeah. like, wait, Crispin yeah. Glover was in Halloween four? <laughs> what? Hey Ted, where's the corkscrew? Where's the corkscrew? <laughs> Yeah, and this is a pretty cool scene, actually. He drops yeah. the corkscrew in the sink, and you think, like, oh, shit, he's about to get his hand cut off. <laughs> but, well, he doesn't. He turns around, and... There's a CGI mask. CGI mask. <laughs> the whole scene is just ruined by this shitty fucking mask. Yeah. Would you have rather seen the white marshmallow K&B mask up close, or a, or a CGI mask? Probably the white. At this point, it... it... Yeah, yeah, we've seen so much of the bad mask already. Yeah. And like, it was like dark enough in there where it wouldn't have been like a, a huge difference, I don't think. I mean, it would have yeah. been jarring, but I don't know why they didn't reshoot. They did several reshoots with other masks. I don't know why they didn't reshoot this too. Yeah, Charlie's reaction is kind of weird. He's like, hi. <laughs> like, really? He says, hi. And then we don't see his death scene. Yeah. It's like, okay, kind of a wasted opportunity Exactly. There. Yeah, maybe Charlie killed himself after seeing that mask. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah finds Charlie in the dumbass waiter. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> I do like how Michael, he just kind of he kind of whacks her leg. Oh, yeah. Real good. Yeah. Gives her a good whacking. And then uh, she pull, pulls herself up the dumb waiter. That's right. But not before Michael cuts the rope and it crushes her leg. Pretty brutal way. This is probably the most brutal moment of the movie. Yeah, when it comes down her leg and she's like crawling around and they're yeah, trying to get she's away. She's kind of like dangling. Yeah. She's crawling around. Yeah. Well, as Creed is jamming, Ass Eyes hears a noise. I watched his music video, by the way. <laughs> what? My own summer? No. No, my own summer. Yeah. That's death tones. Yeah. I my forgot. own prison. Yeah. And uh, apparently, it's the only song where the Creed says any profanity. Really? Yeah. What's he say? He says, God damn. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, Scott Staff, you're a badass. Oh, so, see, Sarah's like trying to get away and Michael pops up. Yeah. Um. Again, it's ruined by that fucking mask. <laughs> <clears throat> you can see his eyes the whole time. Yeah. And he just, this is where Chris Duran comes back in. He just looks weird. His stabbing motion is weird. Yeah. He's like, okay. <gasps> Okay. <laughs> it's just fucking odd. Yeah. I don't know. It pulls me out of the movie. Yeah. And so John and Molly, they go investigate and they find Sarah. Now she hanging, so now she's hanging from the light fixture. Hanging with a light bulb inside of her. Yeah. I don't get I it. I don't get that either. But, you know, he likes to hang up his. his he's like a cat. You know, they like <laughs> to bring up. This. Yeah. Well, Chris, Chris <laughs> Duran was very cat like. Yeah. So they turn and see Michael. And now does John John has to know who that is, right? Because he never. I seen guess. It, but well, I mean, Sarah like, says, "Okay, would you actually say this in this moment? You see a, your friend; she's gutted. Mm -hmm. You turn around and see a guy, see a guy in a mask." And Sarah says, "Who's that?" <laughs> it's like okay. And now Michael does the lamest head tilt in the series. Yeah, He's like really brings his head yeah. over. It looks so bad. <laughs> You know, they run away, and Molly wants to stop for some dumb reason. She's like, wait, stop. Well, what are we going to do? He's like, okay, we're going to run inside, and we're going to call the police. <laughs> and then Michael jumps out of the trees like a goddamn cat. <laughs> John punches him, 
And like the way he like jerks his head back real quick. He's yeah. Like, oh, you can't you can't hurt me. It just looks weird. I'm Jason Voorhees. Yeah, well he stabs John in the leg. Molly hits him with a rock. And all of the movements here, they just don't seem like Michael. He moves really quick. He realizes he's like, bah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Michael's still walking after them. Yeah. With that awkward ass walk. <laughs> so John and Molly, they try to get inside and they drop the keys. Surprised they didn't say the keys. Not the keys. <laughs> so this was a pretty intense moment. Yeah, yeah. it was. This yeah. was a good. Uh, yeah, he's trying to swat him with his knife, and it's a very big knife, but they're just far away out of reach. Yeah, so Laurie lets him inside, and you get the big Laurie and Michael face to face moment. Yeah, with the new and improved, the new and improved mask. mask. So. This is a, a weird choice here. Lori sticks John and Molly in a closet. Yeah. To hide them, I guess. Yeah. I don't. Oh, and she says, do as I say. Yeah. Because <laughs> she said that in Halloween. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, it's Adam Arkin. She's like, yeah. what do we do now? It's like, try to live. Try to live. <laughs> try not to die. <laughs> okay, this is a, this part befuddles me. All right. Lori tells Will they go to the little part in the hallway where Laurie later stabs Michael when he falls off the balcony onto the table. Yeah. Okay, they're at that part in the hallway. She tells Will, she says, jump, go! I watched this with subtitles. Okay. She tells him to jump. Yeah. So she wants him to jump off a second story to escape? Yeah. What the fuck? That (laughs) seems like, hey, uh, Maybe you won't break your ankle here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, or, you know, just stick by my side. It's like, and hey, I'm in my 40s right now. I can't exactly just jump off a second <laughs> yeah. story. She's like, I'm not leaving John. It's like, well, you just stuck him in a closet. That's... Anyways. <laughs> Jamie, she's what like. What if he did it? <laughs> what if it was like, all right, see ya. He just jumps just, off. He just like... jumps and snaps his fucking ankles. <laughs> God. I shattered my patella tendon. <laughs> so, patella's your kneecap, by the way. I'm not it's a not doctor. A okay. okay. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> so, Will thinks he sees Michael coming up the stairs, but it's LL. Mm-hmm. And now he unloads the gun. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, oh, man. But upon further inspection, they realize it was Ronnie. Oh, no. But guess who shows up? Michael. And he gives him the old Halloween 2 treatment. Mm-hmm. Picks him up. Yeah. Surprised it was pretty the, cool. Surprised the shoes didn't fall. Yeah. He just gets a little bit more shaky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's very shaky yeah. in this. Oh, he shook. <laughs> <laughs> that he is, sir. <laughs> that he is. All right. So, Laurie runs away. And this is another part that kind of confused me. She opens a closet and says, oh, fuck. She thought maybe it was an exit, I guess. Now, was she surprised that was a closet? She's panicked, maybe, you know. She works here. I know. She's the she's mistress. Yeah, I know. Mistress. She, maybe she never sees that closet. Why would she need to go into a closet for? Like, was she and there like, was like, no, was there anything I in I always thought this was another stairwell. <laughs> it's a closet. But she's got the handprint. Yeah, she sets a little trap for old pop collar Michael. <laughs> Did you notice he's got his collar pop? What if he was wearing like two collars back, back in the day? <laughs> he's got like a pink polo yeah. underneath his jumpsuit. Like a green one on top of that. Oh, it was 98. <laughs> yeah. So she hits him with the fire extinguisher. Now, Michael falls onto his knees. Okay. This is the worst 
Myers yeah. moment. Yeah. You saw what I posted earlier, right? No. Okay. Never mind. Um, I posted a clip of this on the stories. Oh, okay. All right. Laurie hits Michael with a fire extinguisher. Like he's and a, she runs down the hall. It's like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Doing <laughs> <laughs> Surprise little, little fucking birds didn't fly around his head. <laughs> so Michael falls forward onto his knees. All right. So he sits back and just plops down on his ass. Like he gets <laughs> off his knees and plops down. And oh, then God. he Jeez. looks over. And it's like just the most awkward, clunky, least intimidating way I've ever seen Myers <laughs> portrayed in the series. It looks so ridiculous. And they start trying to do that sit-up thing that he used to do. It's just, ugh. It's bad. Yeah. This Michael sucks. Fortunately, it's kind of out of focus, so it's not... <laughs> yeah. And I want to say this. I don't want to sound like Mr. Badass here. Uh-huh. But. Okay. I think I could fuck up this version of Michael. <laughs> Well, he's taking some day. I'd hit him. With, I'd hit him with the the two piece with a side of dirty rice oh, and okay. a sweet tea. You think so? Mm-hmm. You give him the old Bojangles treatment. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you missed a Bojangles over here <laughs> with a biscuit. <laughs> no, I'll give him a tailgate special. How about that? <laughs> you give him that tailgate special. <laughs> yeah. Twenty four ninety nine tailgate special from Bojangles. <laughs> oh, you get like six biscuits, two sides, and a half gallon iced tea. Oh shit. <laughs> All right. So people in California are like, what the fuck is Bojangles? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a fast food restaurant similar to KFC. Chicken and biscuits. Chicken and biscuits. So Michael is walking down the hall with the scream music playing behind him, like loud, super loud. Too. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like he's just walking down the hall. Yeah, it's very just grating on your ears. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, stop. Now, Laurie puts the kids in her jimmy. And it doesn't start because... Drives off just in time because it's a horror movie. Yeah. It was like, oh, so you, you fell on that route in the middle of the parking lot, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they drive to the gate. She tells the kids to go to the Beckers. What's that a callback to, Jason? Uh, it's a scream callback. Of course it is. Oh, God. Like I said, it's shot in the town next to Woodsboro. Yeah. And again, she says, do as I say. <laughs> hey, did you know that she said, do as I say, in the first Halloween? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. She does. Tell me more. Don't they really harp on that in 2018 as well? I, obviously, I haven't they seen say, it They say, like, once. do as I say. Probably. The it's thing like, I remember the most from that is, like, bang, you're dead. <laughs> It was a kind of a throwaway line in the in the original Halloween. She was just like, "Do as I say." She was she didn't even say it with authority. She was just like, "Do as I say." Yeah, and it's like they took that line and they're like, "This is her tagline." <laughs> do as she says. Halloween H two O. Do as she says. <laughs> you better listen to what the fuck she says. <laughs> well, Laurie closes the gate and grabs the axe. Just smashes it with a rock. Yeah, I guess it's a pretty cool scene. They no one in or out. That's right. <laughs> no one's barred. The steel cage has been locked. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the orchestral Halloween theme. I, this scene's pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, it's a chill, you know, the, the camera kind of pans up. It's a it's a nice little cinematic moment. Yeah, I kind of feel like they just shot that for the trailer. In a way. <laughs> Probably yeah. Michael versus Laurie again. In a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Yeah. Well, yeah, kind exactly. Of yeah. The end of the movie, yeah. we do see some some tables. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Laurie is walking through the hall. 
Michael shows off his Linda Hamilton pull-up routine that he's been doing. <laughs> he just lowers down with one arm. <laughs> been doing that cross. I, rem- I, I remember that from all the TV spots. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was everywhere. Yeah. Which is like, where was he hiding? Was he just like... Oh, he was just waiting. This one, she's like, she's going to come by and I'm going to hold up here <laughs> with my one arm. Was he just getting in some reps before she showed up? For the past 20 years, I've been doing nothing but arms day. <laughs> yeah. Well, she hits Michael with axe, and he slices her arm again. Mm-hmm. She runs away. So now we got a little cafeteria again, table scene. More Tom and Jerry like. <laughs> more Tom and Jerry like. Yeah. So we got the cafeteria table scene. Now this is a scene that was supposed to be in Halloween Four. That's right? right. Yeah. And I remember they they showed the, this was the first clip I ever saw of this movie because uh-huh. I saw Jamie Lee Curtis on like some talk show. <laughs> They're like, "Well, we actually got a, a clip from Halloween Two here. So won't you tell us about this scene, Jamie?" <laughs> and she, you know. It's me versus Michael Myers, you know. Play the clip. Do as I say. <laughs> so this is the first clip I ever saw of this movie. Um, well, yeah, he starts flipping all the tables out of the way, and she's crawling underneath the tables, and she stabs Marshmallow Man with the California flag. Oh, yeah. It's just very, again, very Tom and Jerry-like seeing him, like, wrestle with this fucking flag on the floor, like, oh, God. <laughs> and she like runs away again. I was like, I was worth the Benny Hill music at for this thing. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't better than this fucking scream score. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, Laurie shows off her knife throwing skills. Poorly. Poorly. And One she, stick. She so. grabs a a drawer. A drawer just in time and Michael stabs it and she knees him in the balls. And Michael gives the huh? <laughs> <laughs> You see his eyes in full view, like widen, like <gasps> that's what that's for. <laughs> oh man, this movie. Um, <laughs> so she runs out of the kitchen, and then she surprises Michael, stabs him. He falls at the exact spot like where six she... times. Yes, <laughs> in the chest. One of them's got to get an order at some she point. Stabbed him six times. <laughs> so he falls. He falls on the table. This is the exact spot she told Will just to jump, mm-hmm. like, two minutes earlier, by the way. This is a long ways down, and she was like, Will, jump! <laughs> well, did you notice that she drops the knife again? No. She yeah. Did. Oh, she, okay. I'm like, oh, is that another little callback? Did you learn nothing, Jamie Lee Yeah. In the first movie, she acted like that knife had cooties. She was like, huh! <laughs> <laughs> she just tossed it real quick. Now she goes to give her the give him the final stab. She's and- going to give him the business. The business. And LL pops up. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. I'm surprised he wasn't like, she pulled the warm knife out of his still beating heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the next scene you see is LL bragging to his wife like, I'm still alive. The bullet just grazed I'm going to write a thriller. A romantic thriller. Right in front of Lori, who just had her boyfriend killed. (laughs) He didn't know that. Nobody knew that. It was a secret that they were dating. Well, whatever. It's kind of in poor taste. Like LL, like I'm, gl- we're glad you're alive, but just it's not a celebration. People are dead. Okay, <laughs> you were almost one of them. It's like you don't have to talk about your career plans in front of everybody. <laughs> Good ride, a thriller. Well, as they're loading up, Michael. My favorite part is that they keep his mask on as they're doing the body. That's true. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm pretty sure paramedics and the well in Halloween Five they put him in jail with his mask still on. So I guess that's, that is a little bit worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as they're loading up, Michael, you do hear a brief reprisal of the Myers House theme. Really? Yep. Huh. It's very, they only play it for like three seconds. They're like, hey, 
that's enough of that good score yeah. because it's interrupted very suddenly by scream. <laughs> it's like brum, 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 as she like pulls the gun out and like loads him in the van. Put him in the put him in the van now. Do as I say. Do as I say. Lori drives off. Now, what's her plan here? I don't know. Does she have a plan? Oh yeah, she does that. She's gonna flip this truck over. She's gonna murder <laughs> murder suicide. Both of them. She's about to murder the fuck out of Michael Myers. Well, she throws Michael out. Michael in quotes there, because according to Resurrection, this isn't Michael the entire time. No, it's not. I feel like if it wasn't, like if that were me, I'd immediately pull the mask off. And I know you can't speak, but there's body communication. You know, would she have known? There's that? nonverbal cues. You could have been like. Mm-mm. Mm. Would she have known though if he if he had taken the mask off? Would she have known that that wasn't Michael Myers? Like, I would have put my hands up like, "Hey, it isn't me." It is. <laughs> so she slams on the brake and throws Michael out. The way he flops over onto his back is so it ridiculous. Is it it's like he's turning over, like he's getting some sun. He's like, oh. <laughs> "Turn over on my back," <laughs> and he sits up. You know, does the head turn again it yeah. just looks so bad she does well she runs the truck into she's trying him. to gun it 88 yeah <laughs> and they tumble down the hill now the last few minutes is good from here on out i like the ending yeah she wakes up michael which is kind of funny she's well, like, you know it, michael he's like huh <laughs> like michael oh what i wasn't napping what are you talking <laughs> about <laughs> he reaches out to her like give me it Give me it. There was one draft where he says, Lori. No. Yeah. What do you think he would have sounded like? Think like Kane? Remember when Kane <laughs> talked for the first time? Lori. <laughs> yeah, what if he like what if he was like in the twenty years he was just like a, a two pack a day smoker? <laughs> just... Well, thank God that didn't happen. He sounds like Tom Waits. It's like Lori. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had that little moment where she touches his fingertips and they t- had... Oh, they touching tips. <laughs> Touching tips, <laughs> and she has a little moment like, like, then steps back and whack. This is for the truck driver in Halloween one. That's right. Thank you. Finally, some justice cuts his fucking head off. And in cue, yeah, and cue the Halloween theme, the classic theme. Yeah. Thank, thank God they didn't add scream music here. Yeah. Fucking ruined it. Exactly. But then they do interrupt it initially with with Creed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Laurie closes her eyes and just kind of stands there and takes some deep breaths and you can hear the cops coming yeah perfect ending to an average movie yeah and there's no movies after this not until 2018 that's right no movies more no, no other movies nope there's certainly not a big brother Halloween movie out there nope <laughs> yeah so the Laurie timeline should have just ended right here yep call it a day you're doing right no resurrection nope Hot take. No Halloween 2018? Maybe. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I shot him six times. Oh my God. Loomis is in my backyard. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Laurie timeline, It. I feel like it kind of should have just ended right here. There's nothing more to say or yeah. do with it. I mean, the reboot is a different thing, but yeah. even then it's like, but we just saw this. Yeah. You know, and it's she's playing a very similar character in 2018. She is. Oh, no, I've only seen it once. I haven't seen it since it came out. I've seen it a few times, and it's she's more you know downtrodden, uh, disheveled in the 2018 movie than she is here. 
But she's still, you know, an alcoholic who's dealing with PTSD from... Yeah. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis, she has some choice words to say about this movie. She, like, was, when she was super happy about it until, like, two years ago. Yeah, when she was promoting the 2018 Halloween, she's like... She says that she did it for a paycheck, basically. Yeah. It's kind of like... But you kind of initiated this, though. It's yeah, like for a I paycheck. don't like how she... I don't like how she kind of backtracks all the time. And yeah. She shits on the sequels, and she kind of acts like she's the fucking queen, and without <laughs> her, it's fucked. I, hot take, I think, I don't think we even need H2O or Jamie Lee Curtis after Halloween 2. Like, just do something different. Yeah. I like the Danielle Harrison. Ellie oh, Cornell. I know you love Halloween 5, you know? Oh, Halloween Five's awesome. Bring back <laughs> Billy. <laughs> B- B- Billy. No, I mean, I look, I understand why they made H two O. Makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah. But after this, it that should have been it for yeah, Jamie Curtis, I think. And then they shouldn't have even done Resurrection. Oh well, obviously. Obviously. And I'm I get why they did the remakes. I'm not necessarily I didn't I don't like the products that they were, but uh-huh. I don't I'm not against them making doing a remake at all. Yeah. I would even say that Donald Pleasance is, to me, more crucial for the Halloween series. Yeah, I can definitely get that. Yeah, yeah. You know, she he's in more. I would well, maybe not now. Yeah, but I mean, he's, you know, he's his it's his Ahab and Michael Myers yeah. is his. his... <laughs> well, what do you like about this movie, Jason? I do like the fun. The ending obviously is really good. You know, I'd kind of consider that the ending because I don't even consider resurrection a thing yeah so i kind of feel like okay she just murdered michael myers you know yes um i do like some of the teenage aspects even though i don't like the characters if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. i kind of like you know they went back to a teenage thing but i didn't they went too hard with it though yeah there's nothing wrong with having teen characters no ellie cornell did a great fucking job yeah and and all the teens in halloween 4 were far more just fleshed out yeah they felt more relatable to, than these characters, even like yeah. Brady and mm-hmm. Kelly Meeker. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as small as their roles were, they felt like real people. Yeah. These feel like characters written completely to yes. be like, they don't exist after this movie. They don't, they don't exist before this movie. They are just characters to be on this Halloween movie. Exactly. Um, I do like the, be- the very beginning of this movie, I think is the best part of it. Yep. Um, some of the kills are kind of, or some of the post kills things are kind of cool. Although, it, again, it bothers me that most of them take place off screen. Yes. It's kind of annoying, mm. especially considering how part six was so graphic. And they go to the one that's, it's kind of not really all that bloody if you really think about it. There's some parts that yeah. are. The Halloween six mask is cool. Yeah, Halloween I, six mask is I cool. I do like that. Now, what do you like about this movie, Phil? Everything you just hit on. I mean, the intro, the ending. The bathroom scene was cool. Yeah. Oh, that was a tense moment. I like Adam Arkin. Yeah. The dialogue between him and Jamie Lee is good. It needed more of that. Yeah. All the other characters just felt like, I don't know, like even looking at Ronnie, like LL Cool J's character, just have him be a normal ass dude. He seemed more fleshed out than the teenagers did, even though he's not even as, yeah, anywhere like, near as much whole, of them. Like romance writer thing. It seems like one of those things you would read about 
in an earlier well, no, script. If you remember, you like, like, huh, that would have been fucking stupid. Yeah, well, no, see, the 90s were a good thing for, like, quirks. Every character had to have, like, a quirk like, kind of hey, thing. Like, what's his thing, Yeah, you know? well, that's, and I feel like that's kind of what that was, just a product of that time, which, again, like this, we said earlier, this movie just didn't age well like we yes, wanted to. And I think that's just kind of a well. product of, like, everybody having quirks back in those kind of movies. Yeah, and it's like, how did they land on, like, ooh, he's a romance novel writer, and he, I don't know. Because it's, it's funny because he's a hardcore gangster rap. Well, he's not a hardcore gangster no, rap, but he's, more, he's a rapper. Yeah, he's more of an R&B kind of guy, right? Mama said, knock you out. Yeah, doing it, doing <laughs> it. No, I like, I like Todd in this. <laughs> he does a good job. Yeah. Cons, not scary. This movie does not feel scary it's to like me. like a whole hour without anybody getting killed. Well, it's not even about kills. Yeah. Like, it just does not feel scary to me. It's like an action movie. Kinda, yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. After the intro scene... There's like no Halloween. There's talk just, about Halloween stuff. This feels like Dawson's Creek with... Michael Myers. A derpy-ass looking Michael Myers running around. <laughs> it just doesn't feel like it. No, it really doesn't. Michael Myers himself, Chris Durand, is awful <laughs> as Michael Myers. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he fucking sucks in this. <laughs> sorry. Not Sorry. <laughs> And the mask is terrible. It's yeah, not going to all, all the masks. All the masks are bad. Yeah, Except and we, the H six mask you see at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just a movie that was made with the best intentions that, and at the time, was great. And now mm-hmm. it's just like this is just so much like derivative of Scream and the other movies that were coming out. Yeah, the score awful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Most of the kids, it's just. No, I don't like you <laughs> at all. So, Jason, with all that said, what do you give this movie on a 10-point scale? I give it five and a half roaming orgies. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, Maybe six. I'll give it six roaming. And more for like the nostalgia, because I used to orgies. love this movie. <laughs> we could have a roaming orgy. <laughs> all right, well, I will give it, I'll give it, I'll give it five romantic thrillers <laughs> out of ten. Okay, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah. I was going to say six, but... On IMDb, it is rated a 5.8. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. It's also 86 minutes long. The shortest Halloween out Yeah. There. So if you're not a fan of it, you can burn through this one Yeah, it is, a, it is a total breeze to watch. This podcast is longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We weren't even done with the horror movie news by the time this movie was over. Yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say, like, this movie meant a lot to us growing up. Yeah. It was good at the time. Yeah. Doesn't age well. No. And, like, you say, like, most of those movies, slasher movies that come out didn't age well at all. This is a a very much of its time. And they all kind of feel that way. Yes. Even Scream. Even Scream has its points. It was like, this is like, oh. This is super 90s. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, it's a. I mean, it's Whatever. fun. It's still I get, fun. I get why people like it. Yeah, it's still fun. Don't you dare tell me it's a lot of people say it's the best sequel after the first one. You got fucked yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool if you think that. Yeah. We all have our opinions. We do. These are just ours. Yeah, it's talking shit. Talking shit. Well, if you like hearing us talk shit, please stick around for next week because we're going to. Boy, we were gonna un- we got a shit truck to unload. We're gonna we're gonna unload the Loomis gun there. <laughs> yeah, the shit gun on the that shit movie. gun on that one. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about there. Um, yeah, if you're still listening, 
thank you so much for listening. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And hey, if you have time, drop us a quick, preferably five-star review. Yes. It would mean a lot to us. Mm-hmm. And if there's something you feel like we can improve on, just shoot it to us on Instagram. Don't rate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about that? You, or, you know, leave five stars and be like, five stars, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. I'll should. take constructive criticism. I promise I won't swat you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, swat you? Yeah. Oh, you call the cops to their house or something. <laughs> yeah, we definitely won't do that. But me and Jason are about to go to the Alamo Draft House tonight. What are they doing out there? It's like a VHS, VHS festival. Vendor. It's not quite VHS festival, but like a little VHS vendor thing. About to go spend some money I shouldn't spend. Probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> I need, I need Trimmers 3 on VHS. <laughs> I gotta have it. <laughs> gotta have it. Seriously, I might, if they have some Halloween movies, I might pick some up. Yeah. I'm not buying this movie, though. <laughs> You keep this shit. What, they got Resurrection on VHS? No. (laughs) I used to own that back in the day. I used to have all of them. Nice. Anyways, I think we're going to get on out of here. We're going to call it a day at the Spook House. But until next week, I am Phil. I am Jason. And this has been Spook House. Bye.